She said, if you don't clean up your room, you'll go to timeout. Mm-hmm. So the mom goes back and comes back. Then the child put, placed herself in a timeout. Okay. So, and then Joe Frost was saying, oh, she knows what she's supposed to do. Okay. You know, but she's not, she's not doing it. And, uh, and I don't know what. I was like, of course, timeout is not for it. it because first of all, timeout would be for her as a rewarding. Because okay. she wants to escape from that demand task. Okay. Okay. So it's not going to work, you know? So you have to make sure you put a reinforcement before a punishment for that. Okay. So you have to make sure that she's succeeding. So she's, you make it fun. You make it exciting. Wow, great job. Give me a high five. You did a great job, you know? Okay. Rather than using a punishment for that. Okay. Okay. So the, the thing is that people want, but if they talk, say so if you do punish, let's say if, if it was a punishment, for example, for your attention. And the child screaming at you, mommy, mommy, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, stop it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all you do is shout. Okay. I'm talking to someone, you know, but you didn't teach that person, that child, how to get your attention the, the rightful way. So when you reprimand, that's also punishment. Okay. Because you, But then what happens, you have also reinforced that behavior. Then he, then he thinks that this is the only way Every time reprimand can be a way of still it's it's still a still a reinforcing for the child because he gets the attention. Okay. So we we that's why we say okay if you're reprimanding you know but if you have to teach look when mommy when mommy's talking to someone and I place my hand okay you wait when I'm done I will talk to you mm. and the child will start learning okay this is then or you know you don't answer the child. And then when the child's waiting, very wow, very nice waiting. So that's how you want it. So then that's how you start to they start to learn. So it's all again. We go back to operant conditioning in that part. Interesting, I, I, because because the way the way that dialogue goes in the philosophy, then you would you would imagine that every interaction is a condition. Yes, it is condition. Interesting, because it is conditioned to you know what this child. You know, um, so you're not making decisions because of freedom. You're making decisions based on predictions of past events. Yes, it is past event. It is by he's been taught. He's lot. He learned. Then parents would come up to me. Oh, he's when I'm always on the phone. You know, he's always jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes parents say, "Oh, I've hit my kid." Mm-hmm. It's like okay. And then still, but it's, how's it working out for still going on? Mm-hmm. Because even the hitting, he still, he might get upset, of course, but did it decrease the behavior? Mm-hmm. It did not, you know? He might still figure out that this is still me trying to get mommy's attention because he didn't know how to get the, pro- because nobody's taught him the alternative, how to get mommy's attention the rightful way, the right desired appropriate way that you want him to do. That you want him to do. Exactly. So for example, okay. let's say, um my son when we were one time out and it was after f1 and i had a meeting in sofitel and he was i don't uh, he was tired or i'm not sure what happened and i was gonna have a meeting and then he came up to me and i was told him come say hi he didn't want he was like really grumpy at this point he was pissed i don't know what's going on he came and tore out my paper right in front of the whole and i get i was like why did you do that he did not want an answer Say, mm. go there. I'll talk to you later. Okay. And then after that, when we were done, we were going to walk. I said, why did you, why did you tear up mommy's paper? And you know, that age, they don't want to answer. They're pissed off. They're angry or whatever. I said, if you don't want to answer, if you, if you're not ready to say, mommy, I don't want to talk now. I'll talk. I prompted him. 
I'll talk, I want to talk later. And he, and then he repeated the same, what I prompted. I was like, sure. And I gave him that immediate response, you know, immediate reinforced mm-hmm. that behavior. It's like, sure. So when he calmed down and he came, mommy, can I talk to you? Sure, mommy, what is it? I was upset because daddy shouted at me. That's why. And I thought he was tired mm-hmm. because I, what, is, what is it that I wanted to increase is for him to use his functional communication more rather okay. than acting up. I said, like, sure. So next time now, because you've did that, okay, I still need you to write, you know, like let's say five times, I will not rip up my my space. I will use my words, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay. So that was a punishment, but also decreased that behavior. And also he did came, he's now using his functional communication a lot more than just acting out. We do want to read, that's why Skinner has always said that, he always said that, always think of reinforcement before anything else because punishment doesn't um it it doesn't have a huge effect you know what i mean um because people will still keep on if for example let's say when you were a kid um you did something wrong your dad go Hmm. okay so you keep on growing up but then when you grow up you learn something else to do hide things lie things as you're a teenager you know Hmm. um i just didn't care (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you didn't care because you're like oh that's it that's all i can do because sometimes kids when they always been acknowledged only just doing bad things you know mm-hmm. wrong things but without being taught not being acknowledged when they're doing something right mm-hmm. you know then they're just gonna say whatever i just i give up i'll give up i'll just keep on this is the only way they know how to uh get the attention or how to do things no for me it wasn't that that from an aspect of i wanted like attention or something like that for me it was from a point of uh apathy I didn't care. Don't care. Like, I don't need, like, approval, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, but but when you were a kid, you you did. I I grew up in a boarding school when I was, like, 12. Before you were 12. Yeah, so I was was very, like, before I was 12, uh, like, it was just, like, beatings. So for for me, I I grew up very quickly in that sense, right? Exactly. If you ask your parents how much they had to do beatings, right? Mm. And every time they say, my God, this kid drives me crazy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He never sits. And their only solution is always like punishment after punishment and sending you boarding school, still doing this. Or I don't know what, do you know Mm. what I mean? Or giving you pills or something. Or they think there's something wrong with you, do you know? Mm. But that's, that's the thing, you know? If we taught, if we thought of reinforcement, right before anything like that i swear it is it is more faster you will get and long term more better results in the future well i i come from a school of thought where i believe that certain people just shouldn't be parents that's where where i land from an, from a philosophical perspective right i think some people should just concentrate on their own lives and i think they'd be the happiest i don't think they <laughs> i think parents should i always say i think i don't have pa- children by the way <laughs> no that's fine I, I always say that i think all parents before they should be parents they sh- like you know how people go for lamas classes mm. if, you know before pri- you know before delivery labor sure, they, sure, should, sure, sure. They, they should do the same thing they should be parenting classes and knowing some basic concept of ABA, you Interesting. know, and then bef- before having a child, if every parent, I believe, had the no knowledge of basic concept of ABA, you know, as a parent's training, mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that they would be able to hand, they would be knowing what to do a little bit with their children as they're growing up. There's a difficulty when I hear people talk about childhood 
and Dan and, and, and Akash has heard me say this a thousand times over, prior to the 1950s, there was no children's hospital. Uh, prior to the early 1900, there was no such thing as a childhood. 2,000 years ago, by the time of 14, you were in your forced war. Life expectancy was 30 years. So this whole concept of a childhood only really existed for the last, what, 60, 50 year about that. Uh, if you're, if even today's world, if you go to a third world country, at five years old, you're helping out in the farm in the field. Yes. Right. And, I'm, I'm, and so, so th th there's, there's that conflict I have with them. There is that. But then when you are a child, um, at, let's say six, seven years old, not under, like my son still believes in Santa Claus, you know, and sure. There's something interesting that just popped in my head when he said that. So my son believes in Santa Claus and Tooth Fairy at this age, you know, and then something comes and God forbid, oh, you know, but, you know, for that age and gets molested and can't understand that you've just, they've just struck something that is not part of the development in the mind. That it's kind of like you put another spark in their mind, you know, that it's, and they have to grow, grow to that, mm. to that, to that thing that has never been, it's never going to be easy. Mm. And it's like, you know, people have, let's say when people have a, a, tra a traumatic loss or mm. a tragic loss, you know, it takes time um, for them to process, process this. Yes. And they might always carry that, um, pro that, that tragic, um, loss that they went through. Like I've lost this. I, we had a second son and, um, um, he, he was, um, he passed away when he was six months. My condolences. And, but he, he, he already had a, a very hard failure as, you know, being a baby well, and, you know, losing him was a tragic for me, you know, it, I'm not going to people, I, it's people ask, would I be better? If, it's, I'm always going to carry this for the rest mm. of my life, mm. but I had to work on myself to, in order to able to move forward. Some people will, uh, some people have that strength. Some people know it took them such a long time. I had a one parent, she had a loss with two, two, uh, a twins mm. and it was, she didn't went for therapy for such a long years, and now she did. I, I, I don't want to belittle your experience at all, but, but I, I think of my grandmother who had 11 kids and three survived, right? And it was just part of the course, right? I, I, I mean, I, 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 I hear stories from, from my own dad who, who, when his brother was sick, yeah. his, their mom said, another child that I lost. And, and the brother was just sick, but obviously she's she had so much already tr traumatic experience with with. The it's just from person to person. Some people are just weak, not weak. I can't say that word. You know, so it's just like some people are. You know, let's say I was I was as a as a person characteristic. I've always been a strong person. You know, mm. and some people know they need they need need time they need to, uh, they need other things they need other processes i can't speak for every person no 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 i'm every that's person. that's not what i'm saying as i'm saying it from a macro perspective rather than an individual basis when your house is on fire you're not worried about tomorrow right if you're struggling to survive you don't you're not worried about <laughs> where am i going to shower right i mean <laughs> yeah what would you define a woman then <laughs> you can cut all this I, out. I, I don't mind. No, I will say it. I was like, well, first, if you, so when trans women, they say, am I, 
so a trans woman is a woman. I was like, no, trans woman is a trans woman. That's mm. it. That's, mm. There's no, you can't be a woman woman, you know, no matter how, what you do, you know. Um, you can't tell me, I mean, as long if you can have a pure, sorry to say that. Woman, what's the, what's the other word rather than saying period? What is it? Uh, ah, what? Menstruation. menstruation. Yeah. So if you can have a menstruation or, you know, you know, breastfeed, mm. <laughs> pretty much go through menopause, go through all that hormones. Mm. By only then you're a woman. You the as a woman to go th- what we go through as we grow up, mm. as we grow, we get older. It's really hard what we have to go through. With the things we go through every day with our hormones, with our, uh, you know, um, our bodies and everything. And I, sometimes I always wonder those, I don't mean disrespect, but sure. sometimes I say, why do you want to be a woman? <laughs> by all means, why? You, know? you want to be a woman? By all means, take my body for this. You know? <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> If I wanted, if I ever come back as reincarnate as a something, you know, when if I have to recall, I'll say, God, for make me a man. You say <laughs> that. You say that. You say that. But but don't forget that that women get all the attention in life, and men have to get kicked in the curb. There, there, there. Oh boy, men have men have a whole different bear of responsibility. I mean, they have to be providers. They have to make sure that things are functioning and working, right? Absolutely. So there, again, like you said, there's no perfect in any agenda. Absolutely. Any I so, mean, I, I'm in love with the whole gender ideology and gender changes, what's going on, because I think this is, this is for the past, I don't know, 5,000 years, 10,000 years, it's been very clear there. cut. Yeah. And only in the last, like, 30 years have have these French authors from the 19 fucking from the 1800 uh, that universities <laughs> reading into it. Yeah, it's it's always been there, but I'm I'm okay with whoever whoever wants to be anything. It's just like in the end of the day, it's always this whole thing has always been there for many years anyways. But mm. the point is that as a mother myself, and I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there, they won't they you know, in the end of the day, can we just everybody's just your your sexuality is yours you know mine i'm not flaunting minds you know and everyone should respect one another you know we just it's all about respecting one one person of another because in the end of the day i'm a parent i don't want things i don't need you to bash your point of your your view to my child that i'm as i'm the one who is raising him paying for him and he came out of my body you know not yours you know so as, so let me do my parenting. I, I, the, I do not you. need the world to do parenting for my child. No, I totally agree with you. That, that's the only thing we, I think there's a lot of people out there, just what a lot of parents are saying that, because they're saying, look, we, we're, sorry. That's fine. We're, um, we're all up for all of that. We're all okay with that. We're all good and all of this, okay? But in the end of the day, don't, just don't, you, we don't need you to parent our children. Well, see, this is this is where we're going to get into a nitty gritty about this a little bit more because because what you brought up is, is I find it fascinating the the find of adoption and agreement, right? It's okay for others to do it, but just leave my kids alone, right? It's the free runner problem, yeah, right? In economics, where you say, well, I don't have to take responsibility because I know the next person will will take up the responsibility, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and 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 so you you end up with like this 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 slowly degrading shift, <laughs> and if you look at places like China, 
where they've just basically said to America or, or to the Western world, hey, you know what? If it involves ghosts, if it involves ideologies that we don't agree with or whatever, it's not being played here. It's not, it's not coming into uh, uh, In a region. Yes. Well, again, you have to respect. It's like, well, it's the same thing as the FIFA is happening, right? Mm-hmm. And they've said, like, when you're coming to Qatar, please do not wear or hold the flags and, oh, I don't know, and public affection and everything. That's it. But other than that, you're all, everyone's welcome. And then they make it like, oh, Qatar is bad, does not like and disapprove and I don't know what. I was like, no, just why can't you just come and respect? When I go to England, I respect, I will go there and respecting the country and the people over there and how their laws are, you know? When in Rome, be Roman. Exactly. I'm not going to go there with my Arab mentality and cut people's line, which usually we do here, you know? And we kind of be, we're very, I love the fact that even though this happens, but I love the fact that we're all like very compassionate to each other and understanding, you know, it's quite different. Again, the culture is different, but if we're there, no, you've got to stand in the line. Line is a line, you know? I, I agree. The co- like, it, for example, so, good, good, so for example, like once I was, I was in a line and there was a situation with my child, she was uh, with my daughter and I had to wait such a long time in a, in a, um, in a bank, but I really have, my daughter was crying. And then I have asked, there was a person's on the line said, is it okay? I'm so sorry. Anybody can, anyone help me? This is in Bahrain. Can anyone help me? Cause my daughter's crying and I don't want to mean to cut anyone's. So there were some persons just said, sure, just, you know what? Just take my, my ticket and I'll take yours. So mm. that was, that was quite nice. You know, that happens a lot in Bahrain. Um, for that part, um, in England, no, mm-hmm. you're not going to get that. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So they will just like deal. They will just like go deal with it. Your problem. It's your problem. Yeah. You still have to stand in the line. You know, it, it is interesting because in the West, this, this appreciation for family values aren't really there. You know, if you're 18, you move out your, your, your parents' house and you're your own man, be independent, blah, blah, blah. And that's how we end up in a situation where, especially with social media and, and how that whole thing has come out about, people in their 20s have less than one friend. In, uh, in the States? In the States. And that's exactly the effect of what occurred. I mean, here in our society, uh, we have family members, we have cousins, we have uncles, we have aunts. If your grandparents are still alive, you have your grandparents. There, there is a lot of community and support Sure, you know, if you're doing something that is not approved by that community, there's repercussions, right? Yeah. Th- that's, you can't, you have to take the bad with the good. You, you can't pick and choose. Yeah, and that's why I said, uh, that's why I always say, like, why, do, why can't the world learn from one another person of a different cultures and stuff and try to apply it in your, with every cultural places? You know, for example, I learned from, well, I can't say state because I've never been in state, but I lived in England for eight years. So I've learned in England, um, you know, how to do things with parent with with my children. You know, like I get involved in um, me and my husband. You know, we do the teaching that and healthy food and not providing this and that, for example. You know, and we always fly with our children. We've done it. We don't bring nannies when we travel for that part. Um, then I also have the air, the the our culture, the Arab culture. 
which is the family, the gathering, the value, the, we have our value, the morals and everything. So it's quite different. And it's nice to have learning from different countries, like in Saudis, I love the Saudi that how they have different, like the Bedou, uh, Bedou. Mm. <laughs> and the way they sit, like men, how they have that, you know, they have the host, um, the person who is going, not the host, sorry, the guest of honor. He's the one who has to start off with to touch the food and then everybody follows. I love that. That's really nice. You don't consider it sexist that it's first the boys and then the girls? Because that's the second thing that always people bring up. And then, about the first the boys and then the girls? Yes. Well, it's um, people always... People, I'm for it, by the way. No, I'm, I'm just thinking like, well... It depends where you're bringing this, where is it coming first boys and then girls, you know? If it's um, about men going, like we're going in front, let's say, for example, for example, let's say there is a battlefield, you know, and men go forward first, you know, to kill before, to make sure it's safe. And then the woman, fine, you know, that's, that's actually appropriate, you know? But again, um, if, if it's about control, that's a different story. So... I don't know. I mean, from again, what I understood it and learned it as, why men eat the the first is in order to rush, because you have someone waiting behind you, so you're meant to eat as quickly as possible, and get out and get going, and I think it's it's true in both. It's true everywhere in our community in GCC. What happens after dinner? I, I always thought that in the majlis that the men they eat and the woman on the other side they eat as well at the same time. This is not the Bedou style. Bedou min al qadim. This is what. That's not it. Okay, no, no, no. I got it wrong. It, it was. It was. That's why I was wondering why are you saying sexist? I thought they're eating at the same time. No, 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 no. Okay. Kepsa, مثلاً. Okay. The guys would because it would be the same dish, right? That's because there was enough. There was not enough food for everyone. To cook their own portion. So it was like wahid. And then the guys would eat as quickly as possible because you feel you have a sense of hassa that someone is behind you. Okay. And you'd eat as quickly as possible. Udawa. Yalla, bye. Go. And it, then they would go and eat, drink shy or whatever. But they would quickly finish their meal as quickly as possible. And that's why in our culture, what nice. happens after somebody finishes eating? We don't sit around. We don't like the Italians or the French where we sit down, nishab, gahwa, khalas, and kallam. Okay. Think, think about it, right? We, we come, in, at least in Saudi in Riyadh, if you have somebody over for your house, mm-hmm. let's say dinner is, let's say, eight. Yeah. People come six, seven, they'll sit, gahwa, shab, if you have it, shisha, uh, they talk, blah, 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 blah. Dinner comes, dinner finishes, last person finishes their meal, their bite. They get up and yalla bye bye, wallah ma gassautu, blah 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 blah, and they go out. Yeah, okay. Because in, in French, in Italian cuisines, and like yeah. they, they have a meal that lasts like six hours. Oh, okay. Right? Well, that's interesting. See, there's a, the information I didn't know. Really? No, I didn't know. No, no. I always thought that, okay, men in here, women on the other side, but they're all eating at the same time, but in just different rooms, you know? It's just that the whole how I understood in the men's side. Uh, that uh, the knowledge, the, what I 
But restaurants are different, obviously, than than uh, your house. And we're going now back. Yeah, we're talking about the house, but you're talking about way back. I don't know if it's way back. It's only the seventies. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, I was not born in the seventies. So Neither was I. <laughs> But it was a different, I mean, it, of course it was a different world back then. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. But it's even, even now today, like, um, anything that is, I feel like anybody's, see, maybe because I'm a th behavioral therapist and with our ethical codes and all that, I just got so into, so too involved with it. I would, we have to be very understanding and never judge. This is another topic that I wanted to preach with you because I find that fascinating because philosophy is a branch of psycho, sorry, psychology is a branch of philosophy. Your psychology, psych, psychology treatments are very, very different depending on which region of the world you are in. Yes. So you could have, this, you can have two twins, everything identical. Uh, what's the Latin? What's what's the Latin word for Dan? Look it up. Latin word for all things being equal. It's oh, I hate I hate that I can't remember. It's usually used in economics. Omnibus. Omnibus paribus. And all things being equal, two identical twins or two or two clones, whatever you want, both suffering the same mental condition. The treatment standard, what they would get in the U.S. would be very different than the treatment standard they would get in China. Very different to the treatment standard they would get rest of the world. Yeah. Because it's a reflectation of psychology, of, 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 of philosophy. Mm -hmm. So what we condition a treatment as is uniquely different. It is. Again, that's why we go back to our... That's why every person has to have that ethical code and try to follow their ethical code. Um, our... Well, again, even with my... With an asterisk, you mean? <laughs> For example, with my ethical codes. Sure. Our, not mine, sorry. Our, our ABA ethical code. There's a lot of things I imagine I can't follow it exactly 100% in Bahrain using that. For, for example, we're not allowed to take... I'll give you one small... We can't take gifts. That is um, not, nothing more than, as they say, $10. Mm. Okay. It is, you know, it is here is a very custom normal when they, you help their child, you, they, they will bring you a mobile phone. Mm. We can't take that. We can't accept that, you know, and they're going to find reciprocity. It's called. Yeah. So but we can't take it. But they would say, no, because you have to travel, but we can't take it. But it's really hard to decline the client, parents, you know, the stakeholders, they get you something like a mobile phone and in our ethical code is nothing more than ten dollars for example so there's that part you know so it's very hard sometimes um for us to really be 100 percent in our ethical code but we we do but it's it gives but it's good to follow those codes to keep us um because in the end of it, it's a job to, to you know you do you do not want to you know, um, bring other things um, that is nothing to do with your job. For example, religion. You don't want to involve religion into your work. This is like say, hi the haram. You know, your your job is to do your job. Interesting. You you don't feel like based on our culture that it's beneficiary to bring in what is let's say, societal standards of what is not okay? Because that's how I see haram. I don't see haram purely as a religious text. I'm, I'm not religious. 
I see it as as a societal application. Well, let's say, for example, when the client came up to me and said, um, my son is, you know, touching yeah. himself. Oh. No, just masturbating, you know, he's autistic. So I was like, okay. Well, I, what, what can I do for you? Make him stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sure. Where is my magic one? And I'll make it stop i can't make it stop then the father of course is very religious you're talking about Hassa, you know and they have this whole niqab and the woman you know so they're asking me to do something to make this child to stop you know whatever you know to touch himself or whatever it is because mm. they're afraid um and i can't what am i gonna do so i if i bring the religion without following the ethical i'll be Punishing the child, you know, mm. or put electric. Sh- God, no, no, no. That's a, but you know what I mean. Or a or you know, a tie his hand. You know, all of that. No, but I have to go up to. But in other than that, I have to look and go back to behavior, mm. ABA. So back to our, you know, uh, con- uh, going con- mm. uh, going back to our conceptually systematic, which is thinking of science, right? So I keep up to saying to the dad. This is a natural thought. It's a human behavior. And the great pleasure of whatever you're doing that feels good, you know? Can I make you stop? If you can't stop, then by all means, go and completely eliminate that behavior for your child. So you can't just bring... That's why it's, it's, I always think that it's good to follow the ethic of our code. H whatever people professions no i agree with you i i think i to keep it legit rather than doing things like let's say lawyers you know taking taking briberies sure for example or which but they have their, yeah if they have their ethical code then if they do that that will provoke their license because you want to make sure you are you are being legit you are following those codes and you're here to help people I don't disagree with you. I, I think that even in the ethical code, as stringent as was this, what's the BBC? No, BBA. Which one is the ethical code and the standard in the UK? Um, because I remember specifically, there's an asterisk involved where it says that partici- participants must be aware of the condition of the experiment, unless the experiment requires <laughs> the participant <laughs> to be unaware <laughs> of the experiment. Uh, what experiment is that? So any experiment involving at all, it, it generally, you know, you have an exit interview, you have a pre-interview when it comes to any kind of experiment that you're doing on a, on, on a participant. However... We're talking about psychology, this, right? Yeah, this is psychology. Okay, I have no idea about that one. That's not, that's not so that's what I'm saying. But, but even there's, there's an asterisk in everything. <laughs> Yeah, but that's very difficult because you have to go through a whole board. You know, it's not like how it used to be. No, you it, know, it, no. I like I I love following my co- I love being ethical in my prof- my work, and and I know that there's a lot of certified behavior analysts out there who are also very. Uh, they are all following, are uh, following their ethical. But plus, if we don't, if anyone's suspecting that they're not following. And we, we do not want our license to be provoked because they the person can um, if they you know after it's been mentioned to them and if they still didn't change it can be told uh, to the board. Uh, you have an interview we, in general, no? 
there's an investigation if you there do something. There can be an investigation, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, we don't want that. Yeah, and then there's a ruling afterwards, and then it depends on how severe the ruling exactly. is. Exactly, because in the end of the day, they have always said to us as an ABA therapist, you you have to make, you do want to be out there and presented in the, for, um, for positive things. Sure. Um, not, you know, because people still have misconceptions about it and have negative thought, negative thoughts about it. They, some people say it's a, it, it's an abuse. Um, some, some, you know, some said, oh, it's like animal training, <laughs> but it's not, you know, I understand that if it was used in a very uh, negative way, in maybe until the eighties. And then um, things have since that's why they board, they meet these ethics. So everybody follows those ethics and without, you know, you being used in a harmful matter, because we do not want to be used in a harmful matter. We wanted to, we want to uh, enrich a person's life and to be socially uh, able to be socially significant in the world, within the society. But this is that's that's the only that's why I love following our I love to follow the codes. There's there is a place here in Bahrain that that works with children with disabilities. I forgot their name. Um, thinking. Yeah. Therapeutic intervention for kids, right? Thinking. Is it thinking? I think there's another one. Danny, can you look it up? Just type in uh, um, Bahrain Children Center, I guess. What would you type into to search to find it? There's a lot of what, is it schools we're talking about or centers we're talking about? It's a center. Child development would be. Is it is the is the is is think pink and uh, not pink purple? They have those colored like um, like a th. If you look at think ink. No, just think ink. With the C. Um, Aldana Center, for example, also they have a qualified uh, behavior analyst as well, but their their focus is more for um, more severe cases and people who can't uh, like financially constrained. Financial, yes. So again, like for example, and again, we have to make sure when we have a client comes to me, I have to make sure as well, am I, um, can I, am I competent enough to take this case? Do I have enough resources for this child, you know, before taking on the case? If I can't, of course, I have to refer them to whether it's reach, whether it's thinking, whether it's Aldana, you know, um, that they, to rightful help that they can, you know, that can, can, uh, they can provide. Or even we have to think of within their budget. So if someone comes, I have a lot of person came up to me and they don't have the budget. Their income is very low. Maybe they can spend 200 a month, you know? So, but of course I would send them to, like, for example, Aldana Center to, that they can help uh, for that client. But if I see a client who they do have the financial, I had that, but it's very beyond my, I don't have enough resources for that, you know, for this, because this kid needs a lot of work. So if, then I would send them to refer them to thinking or reach. So what would be the difference between a kid that would need a lot of work and a kid that would need very little work? 
so I can understand so what the spectrum we're talking about here. Well, it depends. I mean, again, it depends from, I can't, it's very hard for me to say because it depends from, um, like I would, I would imagine ADHD kid is not the same as the kid who suffers from Asperger's or, uh, well, Asperger's uh, also very different as well. No, I'm seeing as a spectrum from difficulty of treatment, an autistic kid is very different than an ADHD yes, kid, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Both are neurodivergent. Two different, it depends. Yeah. So it's just say for this kid needs, comes up to me, oh, in, let's say we, ha I had a kid who came like, let's say he's two and a half and or that time he had a eating, you know, uh, a food problem eating, you know, he would still eat uh, baby food, you know, um, still, um, had o needs OT, um, other than ABA and, um, has needs a lot of work. It's not just an hour, you know? So yes, it needs a big team. It needs a lot of, needs a lot of work. I can't, I don't have enough resources for that. So he needs OT. He needs this. He needs, he needs a lot of, he needs a lot of things. So in order for me to, um, that's why I would transfer them to uh, thinking, for example, Okay. if a kid comes up to me, it's like, okay, it can be, I can see that. Okay. We are, it's just a little language. Uh, there's some languages. Okay. There's even they're autistic. There's can be, I can. Depends on the level. Yes. On the level. Okay. Doesn't need. Okay. Five times a week. Still, still there was work, but we're not talking about, let's say eight hours of my time. So have you read the study? Um, on. <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. Biobacteria, no, is it the, can you look up what stomach bacteria is called again? It's called bio, bio, your bio, bio farm, bio, stomach bacteria. It's called your bio. I wouldn't know what that is. Your bio, heliobacter is, is, is one word for it. But you need, not biomass. It'll come to me or somebody in the comments will put it. No, 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 no. It's called your, your bio tree, your biosphere, your bio something. I don't know. It's, it's about the, the various bacteria. So you want to have different bacterias in your stomach. What, what's that called? Term for different bacterias in your stomach. Just type that in. We'll have to, I don't know, we'll keep the stuff in. But for the audio listeners, it's pretty boring. <laughs> Microbiome. <laughs> Fuck, that was hard. Okay, so, so I, was in, I was reading a study recently that talked about children with autism. One of the treatment options was introducing a new microbiome into their stomach. Okay. That helped mitigate a lot of the effects or the externality percept or the external reactions uh, from autistic children i can't answer that because that's kind of uh pseudoscience no <laughs> we, i mean in the end of the day when the kid when a child comes we have to rule out the medical so i wouldn't know in the term we're just we stick to completely into behavior i can't um, so even parents, when they come up to me and say, is my child autistic? We can't say, we can't tell you if they're autistic or not. We can't give a diagnosis. Dan, look up microbiome and autis autism. I want to be sure that I'm, that I'm right on this. I don't want to look like a dum-dum. 
<laughs> I have a lot of I have a lot of people come up to me and say, "Oh, is stem cell gonna, let's say, help autism, or is it going to do this?" Or I was like, "I don't know. I'm not sure. You can try. <laughs> it's not my, not our department." Damn it! There's uh, we found no evidence for a relationship between autism and the measure of the microbiome as a whole or microbiome diversity. Only one bacteria species out of more than 600,000 showed association with autism. So, too bad. Nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we, I mean, um, nothing is there for us to say, uh, even when, when people come up to me and say, oh, is this going to help, you know, cure autism, for example, or this is going to do, I was like, I don't know. It's 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 just a hypothetical, you know, theoretical thing out there. I don't know. You know, we're here. I am as a as a behavior therapist. We just work on what what is important and what we need to work on. What it can be. Uh, we just want to make sure if it's if the child if the person is able to you know socially apply is socially applying to be socially significant in the world. You know, to because in the end of the day, let's. Behavior can put you into trouble. Sure. So if sometimes I have people say, "Oh, my child is genius." I was like, "I know, mm. but even genius can go to the jail." <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if I have Harvard degree, mm. and I had. This is how I explain to parents: it doesn't matter if I have a Harvard degree and and I get in trouble with the law and I end up in the jail. I can just flush down that Harvard degree thing in the, you know. We had this conversation off the camera. Um, Unabomber comes again <laughs> into play. Yeah, so that's that we want to make. We want for uh, every person with neurodivergence. Neurodivergence or neurodivergence. That's a very woke term for very, it. Yes, to be part, to be within the within the society, and to be happy, and not just um, because if they're feeling isolated, you know, they can't, you know. They can be in trouble because if there's, if you see in the West, there's a lot of as well autistic kids. Um, what police has took them and handcuffed them, which is kind of very traumatizing. It sucks. It does sucks. But it would be nice if we've taught them, right? Sure. Depends on the level, of course. But yeah. we do want them for for them. And one of the things that not about teach is about parents always ask this one question. What's gonna happen to my child when I, if I'm not in this world? I am here for my child. When I grow, when he grows, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen if, right now I'm taking care of him, but I'm not in this world? Who's gonna take care of him? We want to make him to able to take care of himself, so they don't, so parents don't worry about that. That's very important. Mm. Um, and this is something we want them. We want to. That's that's our job. That's where we are here to help. Um, another thing that I am starting a course as well. Um, that's why I was late. <laughs> no worries, I understand. I was uh, studying. I was. I'm starting with uh, baby sleep consultancy. So working on, you know, because there's a lot of people out there um, having struggles uh, putting the babies to sleep. Mm -hmm. They feel and a lot of actually not just babies. We're all sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. Very even doctors and famously every, doctors are sleep deprived every one of us and they have a lot of people in this world have a lot of little information about sleep about good having a, about having good enough sleep 
And this is one of the reasons why I'm actually adding another um, qualification for myself. Do you believe in, in not using electronic devices an hour before bed, using orange glasses to block blue light, not drinking coffee, yeah. keep a cold environment, 19 degrees, 18 degrees for a bedroom? I don't know about that degree, but uh, electronics, yes, because one of the things people always, one thing pe people asked, why is, has ADHD increased a lot? Okay. Uh, a lot of people being diagnosed a lot lately with so many, everyone's, like, always oh, everyone's ADHD. And um, I think one psychiatric doctor was talking and he was right. I, I do believe what he was saying. I do believe what he said that even us today, the electronic has, the blue light has increased a lot because it's all in our palm of our hand. Mm -hmm. So the sleep has, uh, the sleep has um, deprived for a lot of people, even children. Do you not believe it has more to do with the lack of activity and the sedentary lifestyle that society is going through at the moment? Well, because, you, well, it's everyone. Sure, it goes from the young to the old. But for old people now, they're so much like you're in a car and you can see everybody has that habit, you know, look at your own life and, and I can look at my life. How, how many hours did you spend in school a day? Six? Yeah. How many hours people are actually spending on their on their iPhones? That's what I'm saying. I mean, six you, hours, I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're already spending six hours sitting down in an environment. And then when you leave the home. For me, it was always like acto, like outdoor activity, bicycling, fishing, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that's six hours. So that's twelve hours, and then on top of it, let's put, let's say even, and then you have half an hour eating, and then half an hour whatever, and then few hours of homework and whatnot. Oh, not even homework. Let's say f uh, sleeping or whatever. So how many? That was I'm, back in the, my day, right? I'm talking even, about the even, early 90s. Well, 90s was different, but now if you see how many hours do you actually spend doing something for you? Or doing something, nothing, and child, and I feel I feel so bad because it's um, it's not everyone uses it electronic as the solution for you know in it oh to keep them quiet so they can sit in the restaurant you know or uh, for example uh, anything that they just keep these children quiet you know. Understand where you're and it's from. it's and I can understand it's really hard, but that's not the only solution. I don't have like I don't have a PlayStation for my son. We do have an iPad, but our iPad is there's nothing there. There's no gaming. There's nothing. There's no YouTube. We don't we don't agree with YouTube as well because a lot of stuff pops out that um, that is could, that could be very inappropriate for children. Even YouTube kids, you'd be surprised. Things can pop up. Um, one of the things right now it's out there is Huggy Wuggy. I hope I'm saying it right. It's about this monster tells children to kill people. And that's out there. A few years ago, there was something was a few years ago, a couple of years ago, it was Momo and telling kids to commit suicide. It's interesting that you bring that up. Because don't you feel not to, I find that interesting because again, I look at it from a past tense experience, right? Especially if you were born between the 1980s and earlier, 
you were expected to to contribute to the family in the sense of like slaughtering uh, animals, chicken, chauf. This was normal part. Are you going to the vegan stuff? No, I'm not going to the vegan stuff. But I just find it interesting that you're worried about your child's view habits from this hobo bear telling kids to kill people where death was so much more prominent. It is. <laughs> no. As, as like, if we go back to our own past. No, I know. But see, watching, let's say he watches Star Wars. Sure. Now, this is funny because my son came up to me and says, so I can't see. So I told him, you know, and he says, why is killing is bad? I watch Star Wars and they're killing. I was like, watching, that's a movie. Sure. <laughs> it's different if someone's telling you what to do, you know? Okay. They're actually telling them oh you know like giving them a task or a challenges interesting that. that's and the thing that's what's happening and it's scary and you think that's that's worse than a seven-year-old twisting the neck of a chicken that's I, that's, that's what oh i'm God. saying because that's, yeah but you're, you what do you mean okay a seven years old twisting a, a neck of a chicken just because he killed something he wants to kill or is it because he's trying let's say he's you know, he's contributing are, to the family's kitchen Okay, so he because they told him to kill the chick, chicken and you know to defeder it and it's going to be cooked. Okay, that's different. Two different things. Okay. I agree. I agree. I mean, one They're is a sociopath. The, yes. Okay. So you know, and there is the one, but I'm sure nobody's going to give a seven years old to go and chop the chip. Oh, there is. Ooh, I don't know what to say, but then that's also I, you didn't. I mean, in Islam, we chop it because we want the blood to drain, but in Western cultures, they don't do that. They twist the neck. Oh, God. Yeah. Or if you get a fish and you take it out of the ocean, right? You, you take a... Oh, the fish is different. You hit it with a hammer. <laughs> well, because it doesn't have human eyes? <laughs> where, do you, where do you put the line? For me, I don't know. So he, uh, I think, I feel like if people get a very, kids get very attached to an animal. Hmm? And sometimes it's very hard for kids to even actually kill a chicken or something. My friend was emotionally scarred exactly on that topic. He told me a story and he was, he was tearing up what he was telling it to me. And I, I couldn't relate to it. He said, my grandpa came to me and said, which one's your favorite sheep? He pointed out and said, that's my favorite sheep. And that's the oh. one they killed and then they ate. <laughs> and oh the, the lesson he was trying to instill into his grandson was that they're livestock. They're not your pet. Okay. And so are we not, not, not sharks pets, right? <laughs> The shark eats. So we're also the uh, the food stock for the shark. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Or the or the lion. Or I something. agree. I I don't think if you if you go to like if you go to any national park where there's bears and other animals roaming around, they don't look at you and be like, oh, you know what, <laughs> you're okay. You're so cute. Can we? Have you? <laughs> no way. Can They're gonna I be like, you? you're gonna get eaten immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's true. That's true. But the thing is that that this is quite you know, different. It's just, you know, you're talking about them going and killing a human being or a child, you know, which is murdering. Sure. But you find it also in religious texts. Buddhism, for example, teaches um, kill your teacher, kill your parents, kill your God. Can you look up that quote Thank from God. Buddhism? Well, I'm not Buddhist. So. I'm just saying. I mean, you, Dan is Christian. I'm sure the Bible has some fucked up shit in it. It's kill your parents, kill your teacher, kill your god in Buddhism. Oh my god. Yeah, see, it came up. Oh god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting ideology behind that. What what he was trying to, well, I don't know if it was Buddha really who wrote, who wrote it, but I remember it was a monk who studied Buddhism. What he was trying to say with that is that the ideologies, the thinking, the pattern of your awareness, the decisions of what you're coming from are all from an external source putting putting down. So then again, it's the same as everything else. Isn't everything that interesting? Else. Well, it's interesting, but you, you, if you think about it, it people wants people wants to read what they want to hear, right? Or what they want to do. What's perfect? For example, in if you're referring to me, I just like okay. reading. I know. <laughs> Let's say okay, Skinner's. I remember there was a quote. He said, um, "The rats are always correct." Mm. And we're like, what? The, it, okay, you, but read between the lines. He means like. You know, children's are always correct. You know, the metaphor, sure. Yes, exactly. So, can <laughs> we go back? You say, kill the teacher. Oh, so I can go kill the, the Buddha. I'm Buddha, so I can go kill. Come on, that's not what he was teaching. Trying to say. say exactly, and it's like great marketing, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it did make you stop and go. Hmm. Yeah. And it's like in our Quran. Oh, you can go marry four wives. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to disagree. We're going to have a little fight on that because I feel like in the UAE specifically, it's becoming more and more common. No, but they're, but what I'm saying is that they're not reading the whole, they're just reading, you can have four wives. That's it. Okay. Hello. Can we go back and, and then after read Inch, the whole thing? Interesting. So you're saying that if a guy wants to have four wives, he should also follow the other guidelines? No, it says that it's not about the guidelines. Say, it, it, you forgot where the text says the rest of it. Can you treat if you can, can treat e each one equally as uh, as the I think it's as the first as the main as the first, then it's fine. And what it means is no way that ever happened. No, come on, come on! You will always have a favorite, even as a parent. I'm sure parents have a favorite child. I like how you. <laughs> If they ask me, who's your favorite? I love them both. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let, 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 like, let me... I, and of course, there is a, some little part somewhere you're... I'll make sure when I marry my four wives that I'll leave, love, have equal emotion with all four. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. Right. Can you... Uh, so I will uh, put that in writing. You know there's all four of them. They're, gonna, they're all different personality. You're never going to love each four of them all equal i have brothers i can't love each my brother exactly the same like each one one of them is different than the other i love him different than the other one he is, has great something positive and that's that he doesn't and the other one even my sister you know mm -hmm. it's even parents you you're gonna pick your own parents you're gonna tell me you love mom and dad equally no but i'm a boy yeah but i'm saying you i'm sure oedipus for the for the son for oedipus for the daughters um, Oedipus for the daughters, and what's the other one? Well, I actually wanted to call my dog. Actually, the name I wanted to pick it was Bob. Bob is a good name. It's plain as Bob. You know that movie, that old movie called Where, Where's Bob? Yeah. Where's Bob? That's the, the comedy, the one with Bill Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of my favorite. I, I watch it. I love Bill Murray. You too? I love it. And I watched that movie a hundred times, and I still, till today, crack up laughing. And I just, it never gets old, me watching that movie. Have you seen A Christmas Story with uh, Bill Murray? Yes, but, but Where's Bob is my, one of my ultimate favorite. Can you, type, can you type in two things? What's Bob short for? Robert, I think. Robert is Bob short. 
depends. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. think that the acronym or Bobby or Bobby. I think, but but originally it's like the the Dick means Richard. Well, I know Robert would be Rob. Robert would be. Can you type in what's the Robert? What's, what's, uh, Robert would be Rob or Robbie, but for Bobby Robert would. Bob. Robert is Bob, right? Oh, okay. oh Let's see. All right. So there's have more than one. Yeah, well, there was what was there there was an there was another acronym. What was it? Um, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Bob, I thought of that move, and people thought it was because um, Bob Marley. Mm. I thought of calling him Bob. I was like, nope, it's because of that movie. Where's Bob? It's so easy. Bob, where's Bob? Where is Bob? You know, Bob. <laughs> so Type in where's Bob. I don't remember the 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 poster anymore. Where is Bob? You got it, Lou. You can look it up. Yeah. And what do we have here? How does the poster look? You oh, have to you type have to in say, movie. Yeah, you gotta say movie. Some poor guy being pinged. No, I just I love it, and you know what? It's so it's so funny because it goes back to this person who who has. Um, anxiety and OCD, and then drives the pe- and drives the psychiatric doctor insane. <laughs> so, yes, yes, yes. It's clicking now again. Yes, uh, yes, yes. It made yes. me. If you see that, um, if you if you go to that part where this uh, he's, you know, um, that part, the ba- you know the shadow of it. Yeah, the shadow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> the the yeah, the movie poster. Yeah. It's so funny because it's like he's the crazy person, and then he's driving the sec- the psychologist, the psychiatrist crazy. And I thought that was great. That was great because you know it's my profession in that part, you know, and calling him Bob. At the same time, you know, what about? Oh, sorry, not where's Bob? What about Bob? But what about yeah, Bob? That's the one. Sorry, what about Bob? That was my favorite all-time movie. What about Bob? Where's Bob? Bob. Any other movies you love from from our dear friend Bill Murray? Murray um, it would be more comedy. I love comedy. I don't. I think he's only done one or two like serious roles, like non comedy, non comedic roles. I, I don't remember because I have to remember. But he has a lot of nice. I mean, back in those days, they were nice comedy movies. I he did Ghostbusters. It. Yes, that's famously. Right. Uh, he did Christmas. Something Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember which, which I forgot what it was. Um, there was another one that's um, the Re- Roundhog, Roundhog Day. Day. Yeah. That was also fantastic. That was fantastic as well. I love that. I'm thinking there's another one that's on top of my tongue. Uh, Candy Candy Shack, which everyone knows. You've never seen Candy Shack. You gotta show it to me. Candy Shack. Akash, if you keep being on your phone, I will throw it out the window. But isn't Bob would be much better than the name that my son picked out called? Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. I love that. Yes. I've watched it. So I loved it. Oh, right. It had Rodney Dangerfield in it. There you go. Yeah. That's a fantastic oh, movie. Oh, that, that was the most. Oh, I've watched it. It was so funny. The one with the squirrel. Okay, yes. It, was it a squirrel? It, no. A it's beaver. A, a beaver. Oh, it's so funny. It's fantastic film. Classic, classic movies. Love it. What do you think happened? I feel like cinema died after the 80s. I can say also even after the 90s. 
Even 90s was okay. It was good. It was funny. You had Batman 1991. You had The Matrix, which came out in the early 2000s. Well, again, it's not 90s, right? True. We go back to the 90s. I loved all the way 90s until like we're coming to the end of 90s. I started to go a little bit. It was, it was still okay, but then it started to go quite down. We weren't having that much of comedies, I felt. I heard something really interesting, and it was that the thing that, that speeds crea creativity or, or spears it, spears creativity, is boredom. And no one is bored anymore. True. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Could Everyone's on their phone. I mean, how, you can't be bored if you're on TikTok, right? That's pretty much what everyone's doing right But that, now. that's my point, right? Yeah. That, that, but think about it. From the last movies that's in the cinema, it's remakes. It's old IPs. All yeah. these superhero comic books that came out in the early 90s, 80s, are all being just now told in the cinema. I know. So we'll go back to the Confus thing, where my son said it, Confus, mm. which is, uh, I even told him, what about, you know, Confus, I was like, oh, he was young, and I was like, fine, we'll call him Confus, you know? And it's so hard, because everyone, when they see our dog, it says, what's his, what's, what's your dog name? Confus? <laughs> and they were like, oh, what does that mean? I said, in Arabic, <laughs> to explain it's hedgehog, because he, he's, he's fond of Sonic, so he, knew what hedgehog is in Arabic. He said, so it got stuck to it. And I actually prefer still calling him Bob because he looks like a Bob. So does, is he confused, the poor guy? No, I don't call him Bob. It's so hard for me to say this guy can't do that. You know, <laughs> then my dad, then my husband said, you know, all right, after maybe the next dog. Like, that was what? a Freudian slip that, right there. That's it. <laughs> when the next dog, he's like, what? Something happens if I cannot live myself, you know? Are you kidding me? I can't. I mean, if something happens, I cannot think. It's like, you know, having another dog, you know? No way. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't say that because he's still my little third little baby. I remember speaking to my vet about this, and he said the best thing you can do and honor your dog is to get another dog. <laughs> right? I mean, he's also talking, I guess he's also talking from a sense of business. <laughs> he's reassuring that he's, <laughs> he's on the know. payroll. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But yeah, it's quite nice to have a, so it, literally I feel like I have three kids in the house. Two human kids enough? Two human, oh my God. No, no third in, in the planning? No, we're done. I'm not, I'm turning 40 tomorrow. <laughs> stop, stop. 40. Stop. Everyone asked me, oh, are you going to do anything for your big F40? I was like, no, I don't know. If I want to do, you know, if I really, I was thinking, I was just saying to one of my friends, I want to do something in my 40s. They were like, what? Uh, like brunch? I was like, no, 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 not the usual. I want to do something stupid. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> they were like, what do you mean? It's like, I don't know. Maybe go, we go, we go skating, roller skating people getting drunk or whatever sure and then maybe do um i don't i don't know i'm thinking something really dumb and stupid i mean i don't know what the budget is but can you go like skiing wouldn't that be fun in dubai it's like 50 bd flight well that's when i say stupid means like really being silly and goofy you don't and think stupid it's for 40 years old people seeing 40 years old on a rollerblades you know Wee you don't <laughs> think skiing is stupid in, in dubai I mean, people are still, you know, snow, uh, what they call it, snowboarding and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but we're talking about, you know, dress up like 
we're still young in 20s, you know. Okay. And having our ponytails. Okay. <laughs> and rollerblading, you know. I'm trying as to... As a child, like little kids around. I'm trying to think how would you set up a retro party from the night. I don't... Yeah. Or maybe have a lemo, you know. Okay. I don't That's know. Good. Something... I, I have... I mean, everyone's trying to give me, you know, ideas. Something dumb and stupid. Because last year... Um, because ever you know, I said, look, I've, I've, I've did celebrate it, but not my 40th. I did it on 39. We had a girls trip to Dubai. It was fun. And, um, was wasn't it, that exhausting though? It was the best birthday ever 39th of my 39th. We, they all, we all went for my 39th birthday and it was like, why you should have done it on your fourth. It's like, no, you should have done it on your 39 to okay. celebrate. Yay. I've got one more year. <laughs> Interesting. Who wants to celebrate when they turn 40 or 50, you know? That big transition from the three of after decade and then going to four (laughs) TSR. This is a very different dialogue that you had earlier with me. You're like, oh, it's just a number. Who cares? (laughs) Now truth comes out. Oh, yes, 40, you know? And then you say, and then you knowing, knowingly, as years goes by, oh my, you're going to enjoy it. But then you're knowing that down the line, oh my God, I'm going to be 15 in a decade. I'm going to be in that road very soon. But don't you just feel like lying? Just be like, who gives a shit? You know, just say you're like 36 and, or whatever and just be like. All I can think is that, oh my God, I'm getting close to death. <laughs> I don't want to, I want to die when I'm not, when I'm, yeah, like the queen. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be that old. I don't know. Everyone's like, why? It's like, have you not seen the queen? She's still been, she's still fit all the way till her last breath. Yeah, but like her, her, her son moved out. Her husband is dead. All her friends are gone. She's the last one like holding her. I'll be be partying in my 90s. You know, I won't be, I will, uh, I don't know what I'm, I feel like I can. How much exercise do you do a day? Um. A lot, a lot. Then I, you have a good chance of, of still being like active. But people yeah, who just sit on the chair for like six hours or eight hours a day. Exercise is one thing, but then also sleep. You have to make sure you have enough sleep and anxieties and all that. You have to learn how to control all of that. That's the only way to live good until 90. Because otherwise you're not living good until... You want to go to 100? Hoping. The triple digits? The triple digits. I want to f- go by 100 and... I do want to, I just, I, I guess I'm Isn't so it more about the quality than the quantity though? What? The, the, no, I want to, I want to live. And if people ask me why, I said, I don't know. I guess I'm just so curious what's going to happen with all these generations. What's going to happen? You can, I think you're I'm just curious. I'm, I think that the older you you get, your neurons start slowing down. You start kind of like degrading, right? Like a piece of meat in the sun. And I feel like you, you're just you're just not connecting. Queen Elizabeth, I mean, she was born in 1928, 19 in the 20s, and then, wow, that's amazing. Like she lived that in the 20s and then the 30. Well, sorry, 30s, 40s. She's seen it all. You know, she went through all that life of transitions, changes of the world. It's quite interesting to go through all of that, and then. Of course, until the end, and say, okay, you know what? I've seen it all. I'm good to go. You know. But we come back to the same issue, right? I think it's 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 quality over quantity. I think having a life 
that is fulfilling and you're doing and doing adventurous things is better than living to 100 where you sat on a desk as an accountant. Unless no, no, you really that's love... That's not what I'm going to do. Unless you really love being an accountant. Then. Oh, that's not what I'm going to do. That's not what I want to do. I, I was hoping like I, I'll enjoy other things when I'm old enough, you know? Like um, one of the things I said to my husband, I, was, I would love to retire. I mean, when Mark is buggers off to university or college. <laughs> and I was... Uh, saying I would love to you know get a, f a place like maybe in Egypt or Thailand you know uh, a farm next to a farm by the sea and grow our our vegetables and stuff and then wake up in the morning Bad. and catch a fish and that's the food you get whatever you catch you that is eat. such a white girl attitude <laughs> That is unbelievable. No. That is unbelievable. Oh, I would love to live like a hippie. Oh my God. I, oh. Like as a man hearing that, I'm like, fuck, no way. Really? I'm <laughs> no way. Oh, he loves it too. My uncle, by the way, he this is how he, he called the shots. Retired, said to his wife, Khalas, uh, you've gotten the kids. They're all out. You've got money. Now I want to leave Aish Hayati. Which is? which is going and opening a mazah. A fatah mazah farm. Oh, mazah. And he um, opened a farm and he would get blackout drunk every single day on red label, every single day. And I came to him a couple of times, three, four times, and I said, Yeah, that's not fun for me. Habibi, what should I we? And he said, Shof, I lived my life for my kids. I lived my life for my wife. I gave them happy, happy kids. They're all healthy. I gave her a happy life. I, they all are. They don't need anything. He said, now I just want to do what, I, what makes me happy. And I said, okay, and what's that? I'm getting blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a mazad. He employed some staff, right? And he just had them grow the field. Well, if that makes him happy. Four years. That's all it took him for diet from liver cirrhosis. Oh, uh, God. That, that, well, that's what he wants. Exactly. And I remember seeing him in the hospital. And he was, he was like, I'm going out on my own terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what. No, I wanted to. I actually want to enjoy, you know, because we live this world. That's what I feel like. We lived it's such a such a fast world. Such a fast world. We, Depends we on where even, you live in. Well, we're living here. It's a very fast world. Not like London and stuff. Yes, I know. But, you know, with... with Not the, like Hong Kong. Or any of it. But yes, but being a mom and working full time and doing things for their kids, being there for the for, for my kids, for our kids. And, you know, we, we start for, you know, you, you don't have other... You, you're lucky to even have some time for even a social little life, you know? So it's, and also to appreciate little stuff around you other than just because all your focus is about your kids. Well, do you need the extra income from the job? What? Do you need the extra income from the job? Oh yes, of course. I mean, Well, on. then that's its own animal, right? If you, can, if you can tighten the belt and say, listen, what, I want to cut down on my work hours, then you could have a more rela relaxed it approach, is. right? Exactly, but we, there's that. So that's why we're waiting when they're buggers off, then we don't have to do all of that. And I can say, okay, we've worked hard. We've done all of that. It is time to, for us to enjoy. I, I did this math with a friend of mine. This was based on London. So I don't know if it's applicable here in, in Bahrain. 
He said the average salary let's take in consideration for a person in their 30s when they're having kids, it's around, let's say, 40 to 60K. Average it out by mean, it's 50. Fine. Mean, 50. So you have two adults full-time working is about 100K. Great. Now to have someone, a nanny or someone else, to help with the kid costs you about 40K a year. So basically, you're working a full-time job to hire someone. In London? This was in London. To hire yeah. someone to, have so, to, to, to be around your kid to, in order to carry home an extra paycheck of 10K. From in a, London. In London. But it, it, it doesn't make feasible, like for 10K extra, to, to work a nine to five job doesn't, doesn't make sense. That's London. No, I agree. I agree. But here it's quite different, right? I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, what's, the, what's the averages here? I think it's like a thousand BD, I think is the yeah, average. Uh, no, average, average. Average job, a job a salary? Income salary is a thousand BD, yeah. I think. Yeah. For, for, of course, for expats, it's lower. Depends. No, for expats, it's definitely lower. You don't think so? Depends again from expats. By some expats, they do quite well, well paid. Yeah, but I mean, some expats don't. Some expats again, it's for, for here to there. And there are some Bahraini who doesn't get a thousand as well. They get five hundred. Sure. Five hundred, six hundred as well. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. So there is a there is a lot, but again, the school fees are killing us. Really? School fees are killing us. So you don't feel like you'd be able to financially be more free if you would move to Saudi or or UAE. To the, the UAE school fees are even more expensive than here. Sure, but the ability of, of maneuvering in your job, you have a lot more potential. You mean the kind of job I do? No, I mean generally for both of you, right? I mean, can you find more work in Saudi Arabia or can you find more work in Bahrain? I would find... Right? I would definitely find more. I'm definitely, I'll be more... Um, I feel like, I, I think, like in Saudi, I would have... More opportunities. More opportunities, of course. And... I, this is not like a secret. One no. has a one million and the other is and you do 30 get, million. You do get paid. And if it's my husband's job, which he's a banker working there, I'm sure he gets more. He will get more paid there. Well, he also has more opportunity, doesn't he? That's because there's more. more. <laughs> more and on top of it, if you want to add, say, hey, there isn't much to do in Saudi. So a lot of money gets saved up as well. Alhamdulillah, even that, better. Which is even great. But yes, in Bahrain, it's just nonstop, you know. And imagine in Dubai, in UAE, it's just. You know, people, yes, in Dubai, I even got offered to get paid really high salaries. <coughs> but when I looked at it, the high salaries and average you're going to be living in Dubai. Mm. Well, that's normal, though, right? Exactly. Your, your income, your generally income increases are, are tied with 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 rent. I think about 40 to 60 percent of your salary disappears into rent. Generally, that's the figure. Again, rent or depends depends on your house. Mainly here, I mean, education. The private schools are very expensive. I, I mean, it's not like you're going. It's not like you're in England or in America that they go by district or anything like mm -hmm. that. Which mm. they go. It's, it's quite expensive to have. Um, I mean, you know, like for example, um, Saint Chris is eight thousand per year for a child. I mean, as they go, sure, sure, sure. You're in A levels, hmm. and that's two. I'm thinking, I'm calculating two two kids, eight thousand. That's that's a lot. Hmm. And 
And on top of it, you, you, you know, they want to do other things as well, these kids. Mm. Like the other activities you want to provide for them and stuff like that. That's, so you just, that's other expenses. So in the, so per year, how much are you spending on your children mm. other than just, you know, school? No, I understand where you're coming from. So it's like, I feel like we're spending, like, I feel like we're spending, like, right now, at this point, what, 10 to 20,000 dinars per year for my two kids. Mm. That's a lot. I if agree. I, if I save up, if I literally save up 20,000 dinars every per year, mm. let's say in five years, I could easily buy a nice house down payment for example sure but i i will i will tell you this if your salary is 1000 bd this month and next month is 1500 bd that doesn't mean suddenly you have saved up 500 bd it means that you have spent 1500 bd as income increases so does lifestyle very few people Absolutely. manage to to increase income and and stay stagnant lifestyle wise no. generally it 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 is an upward trend Yes, because uh, um, we're, me and my husband, we're, I, um, we're very blessed that we've always, since the day we've got married, we never taken a loan, mm. ever. And everyone's surprised how we never took in a loan till today. I was like, um, we only spend... A lot of sacrifice, that's how you do it. Yeah, well, it's not... It's, well, it's, we spend what we have, not what we don't have. Sure. And we don't spend everything from paycheck to paycheck. So, uh, again... I'm a planner. I love to plan things. So I've planned everything. Um, you know, um, you, for example, you can go buy underwear from Marks and Spencer, for example, hmm. which will cost you, let's say, uh, five packs of underwears for boys, let's say, 10 dinars. Hmm. Or you can go to Max store and get a, this five packs of underwears, which will cost you two dinars. If you're really smart, you go to Alibaba. I do Alibaba actually a lot, and I'm actually a big spender on Alibaba because, for example, the wholesale stuff you can buy. I bought this much school items, which they want. Well, I know there's a lot of school items here, and there's a lot of Anwar because we live right next to it. So it's very cheap and stuff, but um, they wanted their special bag, you know, like Star Wars or I don't know what or Among Us, and she wanted some specific uh, character so it was easy and i've ordered so much stuff for their school which cost us um like special they want that shoe and i don't know what it'll cost us 20 dinars and i've got what i spent uh, what, what for how many items 10 items you know it made it made my life easier so that comes back to the to the question smart smart being smart i, I mean this or traveling let's say let's go to the traveling right sure. so summer comes up i i don't know but i've heard i was surprised even asked my husband he says yes there are people who do take loans to travel yes i was like what? must be insane you know but they have why do you have to travel to europe for let's say spend five thousand dinars or ten thousand and then you have to and then when you come back you have to pay off that five thousand dinars you know sure um we would i would never if i can travel to europe and we say i would i would plan for a year to save up for that travel if we were planning to do sure but i rather travel uh but again we go with the budget so um i always go within our budget with we and we have the best time of our life it doesn't matter where we go 
the ch- the kids they just want to spend time with mom and dad my son we try i remember we travel he was two and a half we went to thailand and that boy did not move out of his seat at all he was so well behaved i was and i had cabin crew they were shocked how old is your child your kids uh, your son and i was like yeah he's two and a half because i made it fun i made sure i, I prepared everything um he has his jackbox was ready so you know he has a seat up already and there's nothing his ipad was ready his big headphone every all the movies was was um um on it on it um we had colorings everything everything was ready and when we traveled as well the summer with our kids to egypt this with our now with two of us uh, two of my uh, kids because the last time my daughter traveled when she, she was two before COVID, mm. she's four and a half now mm. so and the last year trip we went it was just dubai so it's quite easy but yes um everything was they've they were amazing on how they were on the airplane because they knew how to behave they oh i mean everything's been taught and reinforced i've reinforced everything to them and that's why we we have a great time traveling with our kids we love um being around them and um running around and spending time and swimming with them because we're nine months we're busy working i hear where you're coming from however i totally disagree i will <laughs> i can and I, I don't know what like situation life would have to happen or how my potential one of my four women would <laughs> convince me that, to take the the kids with me I, I i don't know i don't know what what kind of dialogue or argument you'd have to present me because right now where i sit and stand i'll be like fuck those bastards <laughs> <laughs> they're not traveling i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put people through that and you know what i'll do i'll take the money that we saved f- potentially from those travel trips and i'll put it in a bank account on an interest-based um index fund let it grow on an average of 10 percent. then when they're 16 or 7 16 why not I'll give them the cash in their pocket and the oh, hand i didn't finish they do have that too sure and i'll I'd, I'd tell them go travel europe oh they have that okay my kids have each one of them okay uh, um a bank account okay and uh don't get me wrong when we say we travel with our kids hmm. we do travel me and my husband once a year without our kids okay there we, we go need, i mean one of the things is that don't forget your own you know Needs. your spouse i mean before we we're parents or even husband and wife we were uh we were boyfriend and girlfriend we were lovers you know and it's nice to uh, travel i mean me and him we do travel to our places that we always wanted to go okay so let's we always play pick... tell us tell us tell us so we like every year every time we pick a different destination last destination was was london it was one of our friends's wedding okay and i haven't been to london for 10 years and how was it it was as i always said i don't want to go back to london until i really miss it sure I, it was so nice to see all all my friends. It was so nice to be here. It felt like because he was he studied in England in Birmingham and I was in, in Newcastle and then London. Actually, Scotland, Newcastle, and London. Actually, all the way, and it felt like we were both like we were students. But what made you then return from London? I mean, you you saw the life down there. You, what... It's different when you go now that you're not student and you've got money now to spend. Sure, but when you were a student there, you didn't try to find a job in the UK at the time. I did work, and it was um, I worked in. It was funny. <laughs> it was so funny. It was in Newcastle. 
<laughs> oh, it was me, my friend Pooja, and um, and I think Zinzi as well was with us, mm-hmm. and we were just goofing around and having fun. Night, yeah, in the night nightlife, and we saw a sign uh, wanted. It was a Chinese restaurant, you know, those buffet Chinese in Newcastle at the Gateshead, and so we thought, oh. Let's go, you know, as a as a joke. We went there to get a job as mm. a joke, okay? And, and you walked out with a job. <laughs> we walked out with a job because each one of, I mean, Pooja comes from a very privileged family because, you know, very wealthy and well since um, so is mine, you know, because we don't really need a job job, you know? Mm. But we, were, we came out with a job and one month later, we all got fired with our job. Well, there we go. <laughs> But I love that experience with, as a waitress. It was really quite funny because made me to see and understand what it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And people say, why did you just, I always wanted to feel what is it like working and studying, you know, because most of these students have to study, work. Work and study at the same time. Yeah. As a bartender or anything. And, you know. Well, now they get student loans is a little different, but, but, but back then it was more extreme where exactly. people, yeah. Exactly. So, and I, could, I felt it was not that easy on top of it to understand now that I understand even more the, the waiters and the waitresses in Bahrain or the Middle East or anywhere around the world, how hard it is. You mean being on your foot for, you know, being on your foot for like eight hours and always putting a smile and serving and you deal with so many people and then cleaning up <laughs> and smelling every day. <laughs> but the nice thing is it finishes quick, especially when it's hectic. Yes. The that- good thing is, you know, what is a good thing is that, you know, we always, there's a, anything, there's food. We take home and I don't have to cook, cook. and I don't have to spend. And Absolutely. that was, the, yeah, that was the, that was good. But then, you know what? I hate a Chinese source food after that. Really? Because <laughs> you're dealing, because every day you're in the Chinese restaurant. So make friends with your neighbor. Go to each neighbor, knock on door, <laughs> be like, hey, you know what? I, I work at a Chinese restaurant here, some, some oh, fresh food. Oh, I did food. that. We, for, my brothers were excited. They were like, oh, there's food. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But, like, but I was like, ugh, I couldn't so, do it. So what made you return then to Bahrain? Um, Parents. Okay. I like... actually wanted to stay longer to do my PhD. Mm-hmm. Of course, my dad, my fat, my dad figured out my, you know, my trick. Well, not my plan. My plan. So yeah, <laughs> you want to do PhD? Come back. And <laughs> how... Come here and then do your PhD from and long how... distance. And how, how? In hindsight, do you regret coming back to? to... I did because. Um... It's not too late. You're only, I mean, no, I, not, not now. Even if people ask me, would you live in London? I was like, no, not with my kids, not with that. No, not this. I mean, I know my it's not friends, too late to do your PhD. No, nothing. Even if I can get a great job, it's just even my friends in London, they don't they want to leave London. They want to live in Dubai. They want to live here in Middle East. They want they, they and one of my friend she said something interesting on the phone. She says, Basement's not the same. And back in our days, what she was saying, it was, it was safe. It's not safe anymore. Not how it is today. It's so, she's, she's freaking out. There's some truth to that. She's, she's right. And I was like, back in our time, it was <laughs> the things we did. <laughs> if we do that now, oh my goodness. <laughs> What's going to happen? No, I, I totally hear where you're coming from. Uh, I have an apartment in London, so I'm always back and forth all the time. And 
I, I love London, but it's 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 not the same. It's very different. Um, it's even more, and it's gonna get, and it's gonna change even more. I don't think it's moving to a positive direction no. at the moment. There is there's so much wrong currently with the UK from a nanny state. Uh, the 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 idiotic political decisions of exiting the EU, like all these things, and then the socio sociological issues that they um, have there. Yeah. It, it's all like and, it's yeah. it stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks, right? The vegan thing they were, I don't know what they did. Um, put a paint on a what is it on a um, landmark or something. Mm. I was like tearing down statues. I was like, why would you destroy your history? That's your, that's a landmark. Your heritage, yeah. Yeah, that's your heritage. You're destroying it. And if that's gone, you know, when, when what, what was it? That thing that happened in the Notre Dame that collapsed? Mm. People cried, weeped, because that's... Um, that, that was the from church. the 14th century. You're yes. talking about Nostradamus. Not Nostradamus. It was the no, Church it? of Not, Notre Dame. Yes. So, I mean, and you're watching someone is destroying... I mean, and you know that happened because of, of a cigarette? Huh? That happened because of a cigarette. Because it happened of a cigarette. Oh, in, in the church thing. Oh, I see. It was one, it was one employer, employee from a firm. Oh. He, he was working on the tiles of the roof and he was having a cigarette on the roof and he just threw it down. And that's how the whole fire happened. Can you imagine? And imagine that they're putting those paint and i was like thinking for what for being rights for um animal and i don't know what i was like well whatever your your, your beliefs is fine but don't destroy your own you're destroying your own country so there there was a there was a case recently where a butcher was cutting meat in front of the window and this is just how it's done as a practice right so you get to see fresh meat right and um these vegans were super upset by it and they protested and he just kept doing his job of cutting meat. He didn't care. Uh, he called the police saying, hey, you know what? These these people are outside loitering, Can you disturbing the peace. Can you remove them? And the police actually arrested him for acts of aggression. They said because he was cutting meat in front of these vegans, it was it was an act of aggression onto that partying group. Well, but... But, but, but this is what happens when you live in a nanny state, though. This is what happens when when that's too much. Yeah. Well, with Pier, uh, Piers uh, Pierce Morgan. Yeah. So, he, which is funny, he made a great point, and he says, "You guys, vegan, are being an activist and all of that, and you talk about vegetables and all. Well, what about bees? Hmm. What about those? If you care so much, those bees, you know, because they die." And the way you're doing, and what about the f plane is being flown across the Atlantic. Atlantic to, you know, serve you guys your avocados and stuff like that. You're okay with that? That's, you know, the whole pollution and all of that, you know, that will, that, you know. Tomatoes from Spain. Gets killed by, you know, which the pollution can kill the animals and then which is flying by and all of that. That's okay for you? I mean, if you want to, he's right. I mean, if you want to agree be, with that, I agree with that. If you want to go all the way and just make it a protest about it, you know, or you're activist about it, make it, then do it right. Go live in a jungle. <laughs> That's what I would say. You know, what's really interesting about veganism is that a lot of this, a lot of them have this misperception in that so much of the vegetation is edible. But when you really go out in nature, 
edible vegetation for human beings is less than 1.5 or 1.8% of all the vegetables, of all the yeah. greenery, of all the plants on the planet, only about 1.5 is <laughs> edible to human <laughs> beings. But yeah, because you know what? Because they're what they're trying to do is like divert people, okay? Which is something new, making, um, you know, fake meat as they want to do. Why? You know, something that has been um, experiment in the lab. And I remember one friend of mine um, said that, would you eat that? I was like, I don't know what's what they're doing. Well, you wouldn't know what they're doing even with the, you know, the actual meat, what, they're, what kind of hormones they're doing. I said, true, but that will be maybe a few percent. Mm. Okay. But that's 100%. I do not know. It's completely chemic, chemic uh, completely experiment. <laughs> but also why they want us to go direct to there. It's just, it, this is, I, I think for me, it, for me, it's, it's a circle of life, right? Mm. It's, it is a circle of life. Because if there's too many, for okay, you, I mean, sure, a lot of people watch the bee movie. Sure. Watch the bee movie. When they stopped, when the bee was trying to be active, was about stop giving the honey and everything, right? Sure. The honey belongs to the bee. What happened to the flowers? Sure. They don't get pollinated. I agree. What happens to that when they stop giving? So it, that's why they has, this circle of life has to keep on going. I, I think it's you. You you think you're doing better, but you're gonna. You're, they're gonna do more damages. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's it seems well, science is notoriously bad, and science at the moment is worse than ever. Specifically from from the point of how much funding they get from external sources. So a lot of studies are you can't even trust them. Uh, the validity and the duplicity of the of the study, right? So this added on to a larger part of the discussion on how many studies are coming out about veganism and, and plant-based meats, especially when it comes to dietary study, which is infamously famous for being almost in, uh, impossible to track because there's only been, I think, four great dietitian studies, most of them surrounded around the military because that was the only way you could actually control people in a controlled environment. You literally have to take them away from their home and, and put them into a, a clean environment, a sterilized environment. That's the only way you'd ever be able to That's test it. That's why I'm moving to a but, nice farm. <laughs> but sure, I mean, that has its own animal. That has its own animals. That has its own issues. But and what I'm trying to say here is that I, I, I find it very difficult to trust recent studies, especially dietary studies, when it comes to these plant-based burgers, uh, when it comes to a lot of these, these, these mass-produced foods. And when people come up, like like you mentioned, saying like, hey, you know, that animal had a hormones or this or this or this. It's like, yeah, but it also depends on where you're buying that source from. Exactly. Right? If you're going to a supermarket. Yes, thank you. That's very likely. Yes. If you're going but to the market. But if I'm getting it from something from the experiment lab, I know exactly what it's coming from, you know? Sure. So I, yes, you made a very good point. Of it. That's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say, but you said it. Okay, great. That's what I wanted to say. But yeah, but you know, it's also, you know, all food does have, Sleep, food, all has effect. Even with uh, psoriasis, uh, I mean, skin problems. I have a psoriasis. Mm. I had psoriasis since I was since I was six months baby. Have you checked if your diet changes based on how, how the the outbreak Every of the condition? Every time I change my food, mm -hmm. it gets better. Have you tried doing only meats and fruits? Uh, so when I did, um, so I had to, I did uh, food intolerance test, mm -hmm. and it said that 
gluten yeast for me and red meat and what else and wait gluten yeast and red meat was no no interesting when i actually stopped all of that uh those particular ones which is very hard by the way oh and dairy so dairy was easy red meat was easy where how am i gonna stop gluten is quite hard at times but when i one time did completely stop and my psoriasis went completely gone because and psoriasis is a is is a, it's like a deadly thing it, it's a skin condition no it's a skin condition but it's an autoimmune disease if i'm yes. not mistaken and it has to do with a specific marker of inflammation that is the causation of it. So have you tried eating lots of blueberries and blackberries? Well, High antitoxins. Yes, we do eat that, but also you have to take away. No, 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 of course, of course. I mean, taking away is the first step. The second step is adding stuff in here yeah. in your diet to, to lower inflammation yes. markers. So I, I've been, and on top of it, of course, other than the food, there's also um, the products. Sure. Because I, I was buying... Um, products like that doesn't have any um com like of course every product has some sort of chemical but mm -hmm. not to that extent you know like has smell or too much of um process uh, process yes so um yeah that's also helped uh, one of the was my favorite actually in bahrain which is <sighs> fantastic to know it's uh bahraini base is uh, the pen peninsula the goat goat soap. milk yeah, the goat, goat soap. soap loved it i still love it the only, I mean, this is one of the things that GCSE is really behind on, and that's that's non-GMO organic food is not accessible, A, and B, it's extremely exp expensive. So your only real supermarket here in Bahrain is Al-Usra, I think, is the only one that serves so it. It's, it's so expensive. And that's that's the only viable option. If you don't want meat that's that's like been poisoned in Argentina, you want grass-fed meat, that's the only place to get it from. And that really sucks. And you're talking about like... Um, I want to say like half a kilo, like 220 BD. Too much. But that's my point, right? It's yeah, and, and if you want to do that lifestyle, it's quite expensive. So. But that's the price of being healthy, right? Yes. <laughs> that's and the price of it. That's why I said, I told my husband, we're go ah, that's it. I'm going to retire. We're going to move to a nice farm with the, with the beach and a boat. And I'll have a monkey. Okay. Yeah, I know. Everyone asks me, why the monkey? Okay. I need a monkey. Like Dr. Giro? No, I need a monkey because if I need to, if something is up in the, you know, on the tree, I can't pick it. Okay. <laughs> Here, monkey, please, can you go, go, you know, get me the coconut? Because coconut can hit on your head and you can die. Monkey can get it for you that easily in two seconds. Okay. You'd have to train them, though. They will be trained. Who? <laughs> How do you find I'll, a monkey trainer these days? I'll get a trained monkey, you know, nice, good monkey. We're not living in the 1800 anymore. That, that doesn't happen. I know. It's a dreamland that I'm going through. <laughs> and a boat and uh, maybe some, some you know, I, I, I love Thailand, you know, have massage every day, you know, what is the, my agenda? Fish and eat and sleep and yoga. <laughs> You're going to be so bored out of your mind. Oh, I was thinking also teaching some, you know, uh, Thai, unfortunate English would be nice teacher, something. I don't know. It'd be so boring. So, so boring. <laughs> it's Thailand. There's always walking street. Down yeah. There. <laughs> doing what? It's walking street. Yeah. But doing what? Just looking around? <laughs> 
It's Walking Street. I love Walking Street. So much. You're not convincing me of this at all. You're not convincing me of this at all. Pattaya is the place, you know. You're not convincing me (laughs) at all. At all. But I mean, why don't you like start looking in Saudi Arabia, you and your husband, or or Dubai? Oh, no, no, I would not live in Dubai. Fine, Dubai, cut it out. Abu Dhabi. No. Fine, cut it out, Abu Dhabi. Real Dammam Khuba. I have to research and know what you, you know. I mean, I would love, I love the beach. I need beach. I need to have my house by the beach. So, okay, suffer suffer it through it for five years and then everything will be okay. I don't mind living in Saudi Arabia as well. But, but you know, I need night, I, it's too quiet. I need, I need nightlife as well. Like Thailand, okay, there's quiet and then there's the nightlife. Okay. The, the, the night does not end in sleep, you know? Okay. So every time I get, you know, it's like watching. Short term f- sacrifice that? for long term success. <laughs> yeah, have you watched the movie? What is it called? Uh, uh, what is, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio, The Beach. Yeah, the Beach, Beach. Oh, where? what? You mean the one where he gets his teeth pulled out? No. Was it a seal? No, no. He was in an island in Thailand. Where they were, where they were selling drugs on that island. And yeah. then they only have like, they only allow a certain amount of like people living there. It's called like Paradise Island or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Paradise. But you know, every time, well, if they don't want, I would have nice island, but not an island like that. Every time I'm bo- I'll go have a nice boat, go to the, the other side of the world, have fun and come back. On what kind of a budget? <laughs> Hey, you can go live in Thailand with 20,000 and live like a king there. But it's Thailand. <laughs> I know, I'm living in a, in a different world of La La Land, I guess. I, no, I mean, you can have it. I'm not going to take it away from you. I just feel like you're going to be bored out of your mind. I'm, I'm, I, I truly believe. I'm, I, I would love to travel, of course. Traveling would be nice with the husband. It would be nice to travel. Oh, I'm just... I don't, I, I'm counting. Maybe your husband is different. But from what I know from men is they all do something in order to not have to do something. Oh, he wants to work. No, no, in the sense of like, like if, if, if they have to fix the chair in order to sit in the chair to not have to do anything, right? Everything they do is for the end point of not having to do anything. <laughs> Nothing is to do it just for, you know, I'm, I'm bored, let's... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Men are happy like just... I did. I did that. Now I can sit here and I relax. Yes, that's it. That's pretty much it. Well, I wanted to relax. See, I, do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. And until the relaxing thing becomes the only thing, then then there's mashak, then there's stress, and and they start cleaning things, and they're bored. Oh God! I, I mean, trust me. Like when people ask me what's my schedule. My daily schedule is quite hectic because we wake up, we wake up early in the morning. Our kids, school, we're with them. We go to work, and then we come back. And then we'd have to drive around. I mean, pretty much where their activities are. We have to organize our schedules, and weekends. Ah, people think weekend is fun. I was like, no, we don't have weekend as a parent because we've got to weekend is. Or they have birthday party, or they have I don't know what, or going to family obligation, which is, you know, uh, gathering. There isn't a day I can just say I just want to do nothing. Or even if you take a like off from work, I was like, oh, that would be great if I went. If I take off from work, I would not be here. I'll be traveling. Interesting. Because even if I take off from work, because they know you're here, your family, they start 
then you still have to do things that you don't want to do. You just want to stay at home and do nothing, as you just said. Just say you're cr- sick. Just do nothing. Just say you're sick. Halas. Oh, then that's another problem. Say, oh, nobody wants to come near you if you have diarrhea. Just say, oh, <laughs> botany, oh, halas. No one comes at you. Halas, no one wants to hang out with you. Oh, that would be great. Oh. No, it doesn't work. They'll all, they, you think, not in my family. No, definitely in my family. No one wants to hang out with you if you've got like stomach oh, yeah, issues. They still they would come and say, wait, you know, and they would bring you soup and I don't know what. They start asking. I'm like, oh, for the love of God, you know? And then, oh, don't forget, I've got kids. So they're not going to bug, they're not going to leave you alone. Well, they leave you alone until what, what school finishes, three? Can I just not have it for days? Like, you know, send I would the, love it. Can you, is, is grandma and grandpa still alive? Can you, can you just send them to Amiko? <laughs> When school started, I told and my daughter was giving me a, you know, this little uh, fussy, you know, all of that. And I was like, and I told the school, you know what? I'm so happy tomorrow she's going to be your problem, not mine for the next nine months. You know what? I, I'm on the I'm on the opinion of, of homeschooling my kids. Okay. I don't believe in I don't believe in in institutional education. I can understand. And I was looking into it as well, a homeschool. But my kids go to Nadine school. Nadine is fantastic, fabulous school. Sure, but there's plenty of retired teachers, you know, who. who that is a that we have a thought of that, but um, for later, we're thinking. But I mean, we're looking into it. I'm not. It's a lot cheaper. Not really. Really? No, I actually did the calculation. It's it's still not going to be a lot. You're going to save like a thousand or two. But okay. it's still not going to be cheap, especially that's my 10 son. K- goes that's ten thousand over ten years. I know, but this, my son goes to karting. He's a racer. Sure. That's a cost me a. That's costing. Petrol's us a lot. cheap. Tires are cheap. For no, 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 no. The not track for, for the racing, not really. Mm. I have to spend, um, yeah, per month mm. amount three to four hundred, whatever, for okay. the team. And on for top, the team. Yeah, what just to be a member or what no he has to be well there's a team right okay he, that they, they and his car is there they take their mechanics they pay, you know it's everything okay the petrol that they put for it you know they take care of, you know and the garage for it you know and yes and then of course when he's racing that's another cost i have to spend and every time his tires have to spend on his tires and he gets older it's good to get more expensive more expensive karting is the most um, they kept on saying racing F1 is the, uh, it's, uh, what they call it, um, rich man's sport. Really? It's very expensive. Because I would imagine the card is cheap. You can order it from no. Alibaba. Oh, no, no. You can't just do that. You have to make sure the car, the engine, it is. You know, the best the way time. to learn is to crash. So <laughs> get on it. <laughs> it crashed. And I was like, and he came up to us like, why? And I, my son's like, mommy it's a mistake i was like i know but i gotta pay for it i gotta pay for that mistake no it's expensive and then on top of it when he has to travel to race if he wants to let's say if we're gonna do a couple of weeks in 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 london or england i have to get another car i can't shift that car there why oh you can't shift that car how big is this car it's just a go-kart no i know but you have it has to be the car and their interest has passed their inspection because if you're racing there. Can you just rent one from there? 
it will be now the coach was talking to us and I had those discussions. He says, you can rent, but it's better to buy because then when you're done, you can sell it. So it won't be, it won't cost. It will, it will be. Yeah, but you have to wait till you find some idiot who wants to buy it. There will be a lot of people who is going to buy it. You think so? Yeah, because there's a lot of race. There's a lot of. You tell. Listen, I, I've I've had fifty people on the show. I have never heard of anyone who has a son who's a racer. This is the first experience. I'm I, I, I'm having this conversation, so I'm completely ignorant on this. I have. You're telling me this like this is like the day to day. The. Yes. <laughs> we're not equals in this conversation. <laughs> I am like looking at you, I'm going like. I'm surprised you don't know. There in Saudi is a big thing. There's a lot of kids. Fahat uh, Okay. No, there is. There's, there, you've got Praga in uh, Praga. It's called yeah in Saudis as okay. well. Um, there's other teams as well um, in UAE. Look that up, then or Akash, Lou. Look that up, Lou. Go kart racing, Saudi Arabia. I mean, there's there's like 24 hour racing. There's all kinds of like different racing, and there's motorcycle racing too. Would that be potentially? Not the more. I told him he can do anything except motorcycle. Really? Everything except motorcycle. He knows me. I he hates now motorcycle, and he wait till he becomes a teenager. I know he said motorcycle many times, and I said to him, I mommy do anything except the motorbikes. You know. That's definitely the one he's gonna choose. Hundred percent. I'm worried about the motorbike. Hundred percent. Because I I told him why it's. I mean, car, motorcycle, that's it. One mistake, that's it, you know? That's Sorry. not true. They crash all the time and they're okay. They crash all the time. I can't do motorbikes. I cannot stand motorbikes. And both Michel and Ralph, both were, uh, um, both were motorcycle racers. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, we'll see, because it freaks <laughs> me out. But the car, and I, I, a lot of moms, by the way, they always wondered and asked me and said, are you not scared? Your mm. son is so tiny and, you know, and you go on the car and you, because we got this car on his seventh birthday. Mm. He, we, we, he didn't even, he wasn't into it. He, no, he was into cars and racing, but. All boys are generally. Yes. But we, when I, you know, on his seventh birthday, he didn't know what's, because we, we like to do something nice for our children. Like I told you, I don't do birthday parties. Sure. I do not like birthday parties. And I was like, why? It's like, it's, pa it's headache, <laughs> it's pain, and I, headache, it's hectic, I don't like running, and for what, you know? I'd rather, you know, do something nice, or like when this, his fifth birthday, we, he talked about, he was into superheroes, so we surprised him with a ticket, we went to Abu Dhabi, same day on his birthday, which we celebrated, mm. and we had a good two weekends of, you know, which he enjoyed, he couldn't believe it, two whole weekends, all of us, we had a trip, you know? Sweet. Seventh birthday, we got the car, and there was a nice bow and everything. And he looked at it. I was like, "This is your birthday." How was the process? How did you find the car? Explain it to me. For all the parents out there, we're gonna yeah. use this as a snippet. Then, okay. Say their son is I don't know seven, ten, whatever, twelve, and they're looking to 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 get one of these vehicles. What's the process like? Well, first, um, how I did mean, you do it? Okay, so I contact North Star, the team. Okay. I. I love them as a team, as a, as a, the coach and everything compared, there was other, uh, team as well. There's Praga, can't say the name, Brill, Brill, B-R-I-E-L. Lou, look this up. Who's North Star? What is this? Sorry. I'm, I'm going to assume yeah. like that the listeners are like me completely ignorant. It's in, yeah. North Star and we have to go on Instagram. <laughs> you gotta go. This it has nothing to do with three wise men. North Star. 
S-T. There you go. That's the one. That's, yep. 14. Yeah. I like the North Star Boys. That's a very different club. <laughs> <laughs> so I've contacted them and I spoke to um, who's the founder, um, Jason. And, and then I came and then saw the whole atmosphere, got excited. And then I, he showed how it's cost and everything else and how about the cars. Of course, you have to buy it from, from the team itself because they're, uh, so we, because each one of the teams, their car, karting is coming. I think they're sponsoring. So, and there you go. We, I love the lightning effect on, on the vehicle. Yes. That makes me laugh. <laughs> So we've, um, yeah, so I said, okay, I'm, I'm interested. I got very excited myself, uh, due to the fact that I loved, ra I love racing and there you go. There's all kinds of age groups. There's even adult as well in the racing. And I, so yeah, with the car and the, everything else, they've helped me out and what's, what, what he needs, what he doesn't spent it and like directly with them or did they put you in touch with a different company that sells them no 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 They're, i contact the north star the north star the team itself and they then gave you a number or no no everything the car they everything was supplied from, through them from, from, through, through them okay that so, makes sense the, but the helmet and the um his protectors uh, his chest protector um everything else they've showed me a way that i can order from outside would be cheaper mm -hmm. and of course because so great customer service and the coaching the coaches are phenomenal they give the uh they give their time sitting with their with your kid and teaching ha all those things so best experience ever it's still the best experience ever fantastic we'll use this as a snippet you can take it you can show it to them you can say hey you know what i've done free marketing for you i came on a show no. you know i <laughs> it has like it has a thousand views but ten thousand views whatever and uh give me a discount <laughs> there you go no, they've been wonderful. They have also, they know that as a mom, I'm such a, you know, an active mom myself. And I do believe because they have, I mean, the, there's a lot of great, the fact that my son is also surrounded with other boys mm. who are a bit older and stuff. And he likes to be like them or learns from them. And, and they, they, how they treat him as because he's younger. Mm. It's quite nice because. They bully him. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no they, they encourage him and give him beatings. Oh, sure. <laughs> they might teach him that to do it to other kids. Hey. <laughs> but you know, it's fun. It's nice because they're, every kid is in a different team. But even though they're racing on the track, they're competing with each other. But once they're out of that track, I love it that all these kids are still friends. Doesn't matter. They're uh, they're all good with each other. They are they still play with each other, and. And I enjoy it because I connect with so many moms and parents, dads, even my husband, mm. um, watching our kids at, we watching our kids grow from, you know, their time to where, how fast they're going and how they're competing and winning. It's, it's really nice. It's a very different, it's a very different, um, you convinced me if I have kids, I'll, I'll contact oh, yeah. them and. I would, I'll send them through racing. I'm, I know as a mom, some parents, they get freaked out, you know, <gasps> you know, they go slower. I was like, how do you feel? I was like, look, as a mom, when I'm watching my son on the track, I'm crossing my arms, you know, 
on a nerve wreck ride. Right, right. Don't lie. You're like, go faster. Yeah. You're not, your words are times happening. Trust me, I'm doing that. But at the same time, when he comes to, why are you not going faster? Your timer is not, you know, you need to go faster. You must go faster. So imagine I'm actually telling my son to go faster. And they're like, people are laughing. It's like, you're telling, I was like, yeah. I mean, it's his race. It's a, it's a, it's a sport. Do, do they do a lot of drills outside of the racetrack as well? You mean like uh, he has to do special training? No, because I was reading an article what uh, what Michelle and Ralph did for for their racing, and they would walk the track, and then while they're walking, do like imagery of of where the car would be, how much force they need to go, what gear, how much braking, yeah. and they took it. I remember watching an interview. They said they like instead of at school like doing whatever, they would actually draw out the track. And then, and then with their pen circle, and then work right like at this speed, this or corner at this at this corner, this much break, and where that line is yes. because there's an optimum line as yes. you're in and out of curves. Yes, they do that mm. uh, because it's the same track. So um, the coach, Coach Khalifa, would take my son go walk around the track. Even he was, you know, him being on a on a cart, and my son following him and showing him in every step um, as well, um, drawing up the map. And they have also the um, the GoPro. Mm. So they take video while you do it and then they let him to watch it. And then they explain where he's done right, when he's done wrong. Um, because there are times that he was a, he did wrong and he said, if you do that, that's going to be a penalty. And you don't want to have that um, in your life. Because he has a license. Mm. My son has a license. <laughs> had to go get I'm, a license, I'm you know? so happy that you're so proud and shining and glowing. I, I, I do. I enjoy it because, you know, you know, to see my boy uh, act like a little. The apple of your eye. I love uh, it. No, no. Act like a man. And one time he comes home and he starts changing his talking to me. Hi, mom. He's like, why are you talking? Why is your what's wrong with your voice? I'm a man now. I was like, you are a man, <laughs> but you're still not that man yet. But can you still stay my little boy until <laughs> let me enjoy you, you know? So he started, but I want, I, I, you don't want me to grow? I was like, yes, I do want you to grow up because I want to grow up and get married. <laughs> I was like, good. I like how his priorities are so set. I like the fact that he wants to get married. Well, he's still young. I don't know if he knows he what it means. He might change his mind. Maybe he, wants to, maybe he wants to have four wives. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. If he has the money for it, fine with me. You know, if he can do it, but go for it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think there's going to be returns whip for that? I see it in the UAE. I see it so often. Why would you want four headaches? One is already headache. One, it's like me asking for husbands. It's not the same. No, if I have four men and women are not the same. You no, know, if I if women actually if the world was the opposite and women can have four husbands, they can't. They're they're not, just like let's say the whole Nepal. There's a culture that that women have multiple men, like married to. Yeah, my God, it's like pain in the ass. It's like th they're married usually to three guys or so because they don't have enough. One women. is enough. Trust me, one is enough. <laughs> Even in that side. Because you let the, you let them work it out. You let them like a jama'a, mm -hmm. sure. you let them work it out and you go do your thing and you come back. Easy said than to be done. <laughs> well, clearly they're doing it. It's working out well for them. We've done it for 2000 years. It's been okay. Uh, well, you know, we should have them in a podcast and ask them the ones that who have for what. Wallahi, I was in, in, in 
I was in Dubai and this, I was doing some recording, you know, like time lapses? Because I really enjoy that. I love photography, I love time lapses. And I was sitting somewhere in the corner, Jem, uh, you know, the, the big mall, the Dubai mall, whatever it's called, Emirati mall, yeah. whatever the big one is. Johnny guy, uh, security guy, wish I could what are you doing? Uh, Sakan, Shal, blah, blah, blah. I said, Sakan, drunk. No, I'm just doing time lapses. He said, show me. Funny. He said, okay, well, I like your time lapses. I said, thank you. And then he's he, like, out of nowhere, he says, what are you doing right now? I said, uh, just walking around, maybe go and do some more photography. I said, okay, we had a cigarette outside and he starts telling me about his life story. <laughs> and within there, he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, I've got four wives and it's, it's all working out great. And I've got a fifth one, which is a girlfriend uh, who's Thai. And I look at him and go, what? And he goes, yeah, you know. <laughs> and if, 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 like, if, if he's happy with it, you know, then well, there's, there's clearly. happy with it, I'm guessing. I, I guess, right? I mean, there must yeah. be some truth to it. Absolutely. If there's some people. He's convinced me, honestly. After being with him for two hours, he indoctrinated me. <laughs> I can't <laughs> He do sold it. me the idea. I can't do it. And I'm sure my husband knows that. Oh, you know, my husband would not do it. He'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> He'll definitely be de dead for that. But yeah, so. Cardi <laughs> go back to Cardi. Go try. Bring it back. Try. Try redirected carding and hoping whatever he wants to do in his life. Well, well as a parent, we, we want to do what's best for our children, right? Mm -hmm. We give the best life what we, what we can. Mm -hmm. And life experience and uh, life learning, everything. And then them finding their own, uh, they find something that you never know, some, something they're passionate to or something that they are, they like to do in the future or something they, you know, they discover themselves. It's always a discovering. You always discover yourself until they grow up and they know what they want to do. So why are you going to send them to like a workshop? Let them work on cars. Oh, no, that's, he does that with my, with my, with my husband. Oh, he's big into cars as well? My husband is, uh, was a mechanic, uh, right. He studied um, engineering, engineering mechanic. Yeah. And uh, my husband loves he used to did as a part as a summer job. Sure. Uh, working when he was coming back from England. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, in Toyota. Because the new cars, you can't even open them anymore. Halas, they're all wrapped in like these plastic wraps. You can't even change a piston. That's yeah. that those days are all gone. Yeah. So on top of it, the good thing about the carding as well, they teach these boys about mechanic you know the car what's wrong and you have to you know so okay. it's not just so it's quite nice because he gets excited um learning this things with and it's also nice because my husband my my husband and my son when they have a car ride going to bic that's the bond they talk mm. and it's when i hear uh, some of my clients they call me up and I asked them about because, you know, they have some kids with behavioral issues, you know, and I have one of the thing I asked them, does he have a PlayStation? And of course, it's always yes. And how much there are a lot in PlayStation and some moms, they say, you know, no, I'm not with I don't agree with all PlayStation, but but it's really it creates a bond with my son and my husband. I was like, that's not a bond. Mm. That's them playing a game. If that's what you're going to teach, that means that your son's going to grow up, could be conditioned to knowing this is the only way for me to bond with my dad. You're okay. not going to have a real conversation. So what do you say to all those parents who have 14-year-old sons and 
who play video games and making more income now than their parents. That's a, that's a very what? hard... Video games and incomes more... I mean... Uh, that's a very hard conversation to have with your child. I understand, but, you know, I mean, it's like you said, you win some, you lose some, which one do you want, you know? I'd rather have a connection... I'd rather have a relationship with my with my kids. Mm. Um, I mean, to hell with the money, you know? I mean... You can't just say, oh, for taking lots of money, but then you're going to lose your son. I, it's, it's again, it's again from person to person, <sighs> what they want for their child. What the, you can't, I can't decide what is right and wrong, right? Sure. But what I, it's all like what, your parents, you have to do what you want for your child. No one's has, no one has the right to say this is right and this is wrong. Sure, but if you present to me two options and say, "Hey, what is what is your ch- what does your son have a better chance at being a, a professional played ra- being professionally paid race driver or being a professionally paid video gamer?" I would suggest video gamer nine out of ten times, right? And it's all fine and dandy to have a functioning relationship, but at the end of the day, if they're hungry, they're hungry, right? <laughs> right. But also can affect a lot of uh, other things as well. I'm just. Uh, I don't disagree, but I mean, the the way it's structured at the moment and how things are are coming about, Bahrain is now opening up their first um, video game competition. Saudi just had one. We just had a guy on, no doubt. What was his name? Mohammed Hilal, who who, who's doing some project right now to start up a local Bahrain video game competition with reward money. And they 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 go to class. They go to they go to to schools. No. Yeah. Yeah. They go. They go to schools and universities. And I think I think the youngest is like twelve or ten or something like that. It's again every every parents what they want for their child. But I I don't I I know the effect of uh, video games. Yeah. I mean I would not even go down that road. I mean when he grows up and if you. I mean, there's always there's there's always time for everything. Wasn't there recently a racer who got who got caught cheating? Can you type it up, Lou? Um, racer that got cheating on like a car racer who was cheating on a video game, and he lost his his oh he lost his license, I think, for unsport for unsport unsport unsportmanship. Uh, Car what? racer cheats video game. Cheats. Audi family Eve uh, loses real ride in cheating. There you go. Mm. Can you show me Dan- Dan- Daniel Apt? I want to see how, his, how he looks like. He got fired, I think. Yeah, that's him. Okay, what did he do? He cheated on a video game. Oh, he, so he cheated on video, so he lost. This doesn't make sense. Well, I think, I, I don't know the full story about it anymore, but I think it was for a charity mm. that all these these race drivers were were supposed to play this video game. This was during COVID, I think. Oh, okay. And it was meant to be like a donation kind of like event. And yeah, he got caught cheating and he got fired. <laughs> cheat on a video game that's the question i have right well now. he hired here it right says he hired a pro video gamer ah uh, <laughs> there you go here in formula e virtual racing event okay 
He says, I, I didn't take it as, as serious as I should have. I would have liked to apologize to Formula E, um, all the fans and my team, my fellow drivers for having called in outside help during a, during the race on Saturday. I didn't take it as serious as I should have, especially sorry about this, uh, because I know how much work it has gone into the project as part of the Formula E organization. So there you go. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. He Every got fined 10,000 euros too. Oh, wow. Okay, scroll down a little further. And kicked out of the virtual racing series before Audi released him on Tuesday. Oh, that's all that happened? He didn't lose his license or anything like that? Um, oh, he got suspension from Audi. Okay. Here, uh, for this reason, Audi Sports has decided to suspend uh, Daniel Apt with immediate effect. Eh, it is what it is. It is what it is. So you're still not. What's what's the situation? What's happening? Now? Are are you going to look into the Saudi or you're not going to look into Saudi? For the jobs and stuff like that, they've got Formula One racing and all that in Saudi now. Halas. He's he has to be also eventually going around JCC as well as racing. Yeah. Well, not now. So there you go. Because it's going to cost me as well. I mean. <laughs> You set this all up. I mean, you can't complain. You could have also just put him in karate lessons or jiu-jitsu. I know. Everyone said that you could have done this. You could have asked like, yeah, I know. I could have even do a lot of things, but I guess I'm also... There we go, right? I'm I mean, an expensive mom, maybe. I give so much to my... Sarah, I mean, you could have put him in jiu-jitsu or boxing. There you go. I know. And I could travel and enjoy. But, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I love, I'm a mom. I like to give for my children what I can... You know, whatever I can. The same way as my parents gave us what they can do the best to give us. Mm -hmm. The same thing. We're doing the same thing for, you know, your children are your investment. Very. Um, my childhood, like I said, was very different. It was it was Discovery Channel and Science Channel. They didn't even have Discovery Ch uh, Science Channel at the time. It was Discovery Channel and History Network. And that was it. That was the only two channels allowed. And that's what that put, they, that's what I just consumed on a daily basis. <laughs> No, it was, it, 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 like I said, it's a very, I enjoy it. I, I like, it's also enjoy, it's also fun, fun for me and my husband, you know, and my daughter, all of us as a family and it's different. And my daughter's also wants to be on a horse riding, you know, so that's going to be also another <laughs> ad eventually soon. Oh my God. Activity that we have to run around busy schedule that we've both me and my husband, we have. Mm. Uh, cause you know, other than working, I also study. I'm always studying. You don't want to do your doctorate? I was, I, I, w I was doing my PhD and then I put it on hold. 70% of PhD students never finish their PhD. Yeah. Uh, cause I realized that cause there is, um, I want to do, there were some things out there as for masters or postgraduate that I need to have to that I, that I have interest because PhD is four years, right? It's just being, it's just a research. Sure. So I can do also research, just not without the PhD. You don't need a, you don't need to finish it. You can finish your PhD in, in under, in under two years. And not for education. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of work as well. Because I, I knew a guy who had like multiple doctorates and he did them like, like. I don't know. I, yeah. Does he have kids? Yeah. He's a male. <laughs> it's a man's world. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to it. It always comes back to it. He's not running 
running around to BIC and dropping their kids and doing all of that. I don't know. He has he has a he has a doctorate in mathematics, one in physics, and another in another field. I don't remember. Oh God, I I'm already exhausted with studying for exams and I don't know what. I'm so tired. Is there an exam for masters? No, in the other for board for boards license and stuff oh okay that's a different subject so uh, one of the things right now i'm doing as well is the the sleep the baby sleep consultancy that i'm studying mm. and i am planning as well to do a post uh, graduate with dr robert Milello. it's about mm. he's very famous uh, he has a very famous in states of course um he's everywhere in state um, he has a famous book called Disconnected Kids. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's, uh, it's about childhood neurology disorder. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about knowing. What's the book called? Disconnected Kids. Can you look it up, Lou? Disconnected Kids? So I know what to read next. Oh, uh, you, you, it'll blow your mind away. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the famous, yeah. All right, I'll read it. So um, it's only two hundred and thirty-five pages. That's nothing. Yeah, that's, but then he has another one called Reconnected Kids. So after you read the first one, you read the second one. But yes, doing his postgraduate would be, which I'm planning to do with him. And then of course, when you finish that, you have to do your board ex- board exam. Okay. So all of that, you have to have a license, conscious. You have to be certified. No, okay. That's just... how it is in states, right? Even yeah, yeah, with yeah. the baby consultancy, so we're doing this. You have to have a certification. Um, certified. You have to be certified. But you, at the moment, you don't own your own practice, right? Yes. Uh, no, we don't call practice. We, I have I own, your own facility. Yes, I have. I own a daycare. Okay. As well, and it's right next to Anwar. Mm-hmm. I just opened it in uh, last year, September. Mashallah. And um, I have a small, um, like I can't say center. It's like a service. It's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say so much about it because it's still... In the process of happening? Yeah, it was a cent- It was a small center like that, but now I'm trying to um, change the whole uh, dynamic of that, bus- that business, which is also ABA therapy. It's ABA therapies as well. Okay. So providing services for families and schools. Oh, okay. And that's have- that's disjointed from, from what you're... The- from my no, it's the same. What it's the same. It, so yes. it would still operate in the same uh, uh, space. Yes, ABA, which is which is ABA behavioral therapy. Sure. So um, I'm not gonna say so much because it's still on the process. I understand. So it's again, we're just providing. Uh, it's a services to provide therapy, which is um, for you know able to provide um, uh, for for parents. Okay. Schools. That's all I can say. Can say more about it because we'll have you on and again in the sh- in the future, and you can talk yeah. about how the how the structure is working. But it, it's going to be in the same building in the same vicinity. No, 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 not it's different building. Okay, that's it's, what I was asking. Ah, okay. okay, the daycare's there, but the that's f- why I was confused. I was like, how big is this daycare? How are you going to segment it like that? Oh okay. no, the daycare's there, but the place is also right next to the daycare as well. Okay. It's very close. Like it's like one minute, less than a minute away by car. Okay. These are some interesting questions I want to get in with you called, in the next few uh, minutes. It's called Berlin Achievement Services. Uh, how do you find staff? How difficult is that for you? Um, yeah. Um, it's always hard to find um, the right person. You know, I always liked because uh, sometimes you have people they want to work, but then they have, you know, like. 
act oh i don't want to do this or they wear too many oh uh, bangles or stuff i'm like hey or i i, I can't uh oh this child i can't do potty training them. yeah or wash this poop or whatever you know it was like but that's the, you're not washing a poop you're training him sure you know? you're that's the whole point is we have to teach sure you know? um so if again if a person wants to do this job they have to know you're in and out you, you have to go that low it is, it is a job you know i know there's uh again again we go back to qualifications how hard to find someone who's into this club and it's a very very demanding and hard-working job okay. it's not that easy it's okay. like being a nurse sure in a way sure can't say that sure or being a teacher sure and if people uh one of the fast uh, thing that my friend said in abu dhabi she was saying to me that yeah sometimes i have people like they want more salaries okay and she says i can't give you more salaries. i was like yes you, i mean if you're thinking of coming to this kind of work field for the money you're in the wrong industry the, yes it's like being a teacher's it's like teacher's job okay okay it is not like go if you want that kind of life or more and position and all that go to banking or all of that stuff you know and and how do you find your staff though do you find them do you do you are you managing to find any i can i find it very hard to believe that you're finding anyone locally honestly well it's fine i did find a lot of great locals actually bahraini uh, forget bahrainis just expats uh, even here like currently it's hard to yes it is hard to find that because so, okay. um even expat when they i get a lot of cvs sure. lots of cvs really? and i look into it but well, what's the base salary if you don't mind me asking basic salary yeah well it starts by like 300 and all the way up okay okay so it depends sure. on your experience and what you, you i know. don't know what the industry is normal payouts yes. are it could, uh, so for example if a person comes up to me he's, she's um 30 or 35 and you know let's uh, we're not discriminating but let's say is a little overweight you know It's going to be hard to it's have that be hard energy. You got to catch them. You got to this child is running and bolting. You got to catch them. Hmm. You know, you can't just be going slow and everything. This is this is not an easy job, you know? Hmm. Yeah, or if a child is kicking your you would get slapped, kicked, beaten, everything you can ever imagine. I have I remember I was um helping um I was uh supervising what uh a supervisee, you know? So what you know taking my data of how she's implementing her uh, behavior uh her uh, sorry her therapy with this child and she got upset when i came before i do the supervision and she said oh i oh i heard you got slapped by this you know we're talking about severe autistic child mm -hmm. and she's she was very upset she was like i've never had anyone slap me in my life you know mm. I've not even my dad's like I was looking I was like well welcome to the club <laughs> we you know we all got slapped by them you know we got slapped we got bitten we got kicked we got anything in the goddamn book you can never imagine mm. what do you expect this is we're talking about a severe autistic child mm. you know if then if you don't if you don't if you can't ex if you don't want to do this kind of job you didn't like it then this is not a leave. job for you yeah you might as well leave so, so then we come back to the basic question how do you find it's very hard Because a lot of people can't want. It's like a lot of people don't want. So you still have position open yes. at the moment. Some people they do say, "I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this." But once they are in it, and I realize they're not, you know, they're not accountable. Mm. 
So or who's the, who's the job for then? Who would be the perfect employee? I can. Um, Who would be the perfect partner? Let's. Go. I, you have to be fun. You have to be active. You know, um, creative, um, energetic, and wanting. You know, passionate, wanting to. You know, to help. Uh, you you want to help children. I'm trying to do the setup for you, so yes, you can use this clip then to promote it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. I think you have to do. You. I mean, we, I found uh, so many people are really passionate about this. And really wanting to do this. Well, look at here. I mean, for my own production, trying to find Dan here took took ages. Took ages and ages and ages. Yeah. Because right? everyone wants to get a job. You're right. But again, working in this kind of field when it's dealing with children, you know, it's not easy. And you got also, I have to make sure also they're, uh, you know, they're not. Messing around. Yeah. Like they're not going to be abusive. Yes. Those are very important to know. But of course, words that you don't want to say, let the devil's ad- <laughs> I'll play the devil's advocate. I'll say them. How about that? That's fine. <laughs> I, I, but again, as a supervisor, of course, we have to make sure uh, we clean teach records, and of course, we have to teach and we have to make sure to be competent enough. You know, um, we can't just say, oh, she we do performance test test on supervisees, you know, to make sure. But we do uh, we do uh, we mo- we do role play module feedbacks. Uh, follow up to make sure that they're able. Do you get any kind of government support? Because this no. is, I mean, you should be, to be fair. Nobody is. You're not even applying with Tim Keen? No. You don't think there's a potential for it? I mean, you're a business? It's such a, very hard because the things that I, they I mean, it's, They'll cover rent at least. That will, yes. Few things, yes. But I, not every, but again, we're talking about, imagine a, kid uh, parents can afford some i mean we're not cheap as well sure sure but i mean i'm i'm trying to present you some solutions in order to help the finances work right you you can you can get support on on the rent um if you're hiring local you, you can get yes. some discounts on on salary um that's why we're trying to get more i'm that's why i do want to have more locals okay and people are like really it's like yes i'd rather have more local young uh active you know local be careful because dan will find that racist <laughs> well i'll tell you why because in the end of the day i am uh, i want to you know for locals to get interested and in, might be interested you have to eat as well no i mean i mean from your <laughs> no, I, mean, like, I want them to be interested because eventually I, some of them might like it they might want to do study this and take there will be the next generation because I'm 40 again, you know, in a 10, 20 years, I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire. Well, how much, how much do nurses get like base salary here in Bahrain? I don't know. I'm not working in the middle the medical I'm industry. I'm not sure. Cause I would I'm imagine sure that like three, 400, like that same. Because I, uh, no, more than five, I guess. I, because that would be my hiring pool. If I was in your position, I'd be knocking out, looking where, where these recruiters are getting these nurses from. Maybe nurses who are tired and they don't want to deal with like sick patients on a on a night shift. Those might be potential staff that I would try to. But you have to be active. Poach. You have to understand. You have to be active. I'm not saying you take a passive I've decision. Got, I've got some people. If you have a back pain. Mm. You have a back problem or something that you can't do this job because um, because even in my when I'm asking, you know, other than being fun and active, can you can you carry 15 kg? Well, I'm sure I'm no. Come on. 
I'm saying, no, come on. I mean, of course, nurses have to do that, no? Nurses have to be able to wash people, uh, clean their bedpan, hold them up as they're moving them it's to a easy. different bed. Yeah, so it, that's easy, right? Because sure. they're just lying. But working with a child, let's say, running off or hitting or breaking things, and you got to stop all of that, you know? No, come on. Nurses have to deal with patients all the time who, who have, like, uh, um, spasms and, and, and stuff, and they, they might get hit in the chin and stuff. If there's a nurse out there, would be great. I'm, I'm presenting you I, a potential I, tool. I think if there is, would be great. I if mean, there's someone out there they don't want to do any, like you know, some some people they do quit their job uh, in states that I know they quit becoming an ABA therapist for a while to be a teacher for a lower salary, so they have more time for their children. Mm. That'd I, be great. I hear you, but again, if I was in, in your shoes right now, I would be hitting up those recruiters. I would find out these nurses who are waiting, working night shifts who don't want to work night shifts, and that is your your prime hiring pool, right? I would, yeah. That, that's that would be my strategy. What yes. I would present if to you. If they wanted to come, yes. And then uh, on the other flip side, I mean, from your more wealthier wealthier patrons, let's call them that. Uh, I would look at them to to do like sponsored events and stuff like that. You Is don't it, think there's any market for that? would be markets because even when they come because i've just hired uh, a girl and again she had i had to tell these are a lot of things because once they get hired i said to them i tell them are you okay cutting your nails because mm. they some of them have a bit look a little even a little bit so you have to cut your nails has to be that's short you know um you can't wear jewelries mm. i mean even i don't wear this necklace mm. so no jewelries just very tiny you know, anything tiny and or if you're wearing one necklace that you're okay with, but even that one necklace you have when you're working, you have to put it under your um, ne uh, shirt. shirt because Whatever. you don't want to, it could harm a child, you know? Oh, they can grab it off you. Oh, they can grab it off you. Even the nails can harm because by scratch, um, you can't put, you cannot wear, there's, of course, there's this terms and condition that they, you can't wear two bright colors. Colorful is fine, but when it's like, let's say, flash green. Sure. You're dealing with that um, perfumes. One, two spray, but not. Sure, sure, like sure. Seven, seven this is what I'm saying. Halas, take, go to these nurses. They have all this training. Why are we, why are we even in this conversation? Yeah, they, they're right there. I don't know what their base salary is, but uh, I mean, I'm sure they're willing to take a somewhat of a cut of their salary if they get to work days instead of nights. Fine. I, I would be happy. They want to be, they, by all means, I would be happy to have. 100%. Because they have to wash people. They have to change bedtimes. They must go through this whole thing. I'm sure. And then, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind doing this. And for them, I'm guessing this could be much easier. That's what I'm saying. I think what, what, I think what the failure on, on this perspective is, is that, the, that there's a lack of, of reach out, being active in, in that sense. And if the girl's wearing hijab, and I have no... We don't, we don't just, I don't mind hijab, but even the hijab that if they're wearing, um, I always tell them like, try to wear hijab that is very like a sport way mm. or show it like, maybe like a hat or because they will pull. I get you. Dan, where, where are most of the nurses here in Bahrain? Where are they from? That's the thing. There you go. So you don't even have to worry about the hijab. And it's so even easier. <laughs> That's easy. Then there's the only problem with I love I don't I love when Indians they come, but once they ask them about transportation, none of them they have a transportation. And that's the problem that I have to, I'm trying to figure it out. So then I don't know, rent rent get like a second near it and then sublet it to them. Sure, sure. 
It's yeah. easy. Hey, fee, fee process, fee, 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 tef- This yeah. is how I do it with my factory. I know. It's, you know, we... So, uh, we're planning. I'm planning some few things here. I already have a couple of in, uh, Indians and uh, from Bangladeshis and, and Filipinos, and Filipinos and, yes. and expats. Yeah, yeah this is the only way to do it. But I want, I want all. Ki- I, I actually want all kinds of uh, people. I, and I love uh, young Bahrainis because they're they're so ex- you know they're 21. They want to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> they always have that feeling and they and you know because they didn't they want to help and they are so active and energetic and they want to they love the children of course they love the children now because they don't have kids yet <laughs> mm, mm. it's nice when we find five and you can give it up <laughs> so um, and plus i'm hoping that you know they get interested because i had already found some of them they they love it and they want to study aba their masters okay or some of them Love it, but they don't want to do ABA, but they want to go to psychology field. Okay, we're 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 diverging here of the conversation a little bit because I'm interested in from the sector of your business. We've we've closed up labor. Fine, you've got the video. Use it, promote it, do whatever you need to. You'll find some contacts, right? Hopefully, definitely. Just head them up. How much head? How much? How much? How many kids are we talking about on a daily basis, on average? And what kind of numbers would you like to hit on? Like. How many how many clients I would like to have? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping 50. 50, five zero in a month, in a day, and in, in uh, what in scope are we talking about? In, in a month. And how many how many kids do you work with every hour? Uh, so as a supervisor. Your firm. Yes. So, hoping with someone else we're partnering something. Okay. So, what supervise? So we, so we let's say we have. One, we have shadows. Sure. So some kids they need they can't they can't they can be in the school, but they need to have a shadow teacher. Sure. And that's where we get the shadow teacher, and they're with the child in the school. We guard in the school. We provide, you know, we make sure we provide the programs, the plans. We train the shadows, which there are shadows, you know, and they're doing, you know, pretty much following up with the baseline, which is we do everything. Everything we do is by data. We collect data. With with because uh, measure data is so easy to be read and see how, uh, the you know how their prog- how the child's progressing. If there is a problem, if the data like let's say if the data goes down, we know oh something's wrong. We need to fix something. What's happened here? It's not about the child. It's all about us. What we need to do to make you know to have uh to have improvements on this child. Interesting. So, um. So we, so as a supervisor, we, I would be going like, like right now I have, I have to go from school to school to supervise, you know, to do follow up with every shadows. Okay. And along with it, train the shadows and provide the program plan. But you, you, the shadows are from your firm though. Yes. Okay. And so how many shadows do you currently have? Right now? Oh God, I have to count. One second. Drum roll. <laughs> Six. So they're working six with six full-time kids, right? Yeah. And then there is, um, and then I do have other kids. That but I they're work not with. to that level. They don't need shadows, yeah. And ideally, you would like what you're split to be. So with 50 p- clients, 50 kids, yeah. what would the split be like? Would you like to, to have about 10, 15 shadows? Maybe 20. Or 20? Okay, that's a, that's a high number. That's, that's a lot of micromanaging, okay. Mm, probably 15 to 20, yes. Okay, and so for the the remaining 30, 60%? Yeah. 
It would do. There's a lot of one and ADHD, one. ADHD. ADHD. Um, yeah, ADHD. ADHD, and then there's dyslexia. dyslexia um, dysnumeria, I think, is another there's one. So many, yeah. So the, you mean the learning difficulties? Yeah. So there's a. Yeah. So we want to. I mean. Where I'm going one by one to, to set up everything that I wanted to do. I find like dyslexic is probably the easiest to work with, I'd imagine. Oh, well, if they have difficulty and they're, they're getting aggressive, they can't do something that is getting it always wrong. You know what I mean? But you start getting, you, you would get a behavior rather than them saying, I need a break or I can't do it, you know, rather than using their functional communication. Dyslexia is just not being able to read or write properly. Yeah, but imagine if they cannot read and write. Sure. Some of them not necessarily behavior, some of them just don't do the, they, don't, they will sit in the task, but they're not doing the work. Okay. And then if they're not, you know, achieving as well, you know. Because I, I, I've been diagnosed with dyslexic and, and uh, for, I just found ways to work around it. I just memorized, for example, oh. uh, words. Yeah, but today's That's schools it. are so demanding. Not demanding, it's just, so much expectation. It's a lot of expectation and kids can't, and there's a lot of kids can't, uh, they're I, not even ready for it or um, they didn't have the right, um, been taught, like taught. I guess, okay. So let's say I had this child, just a regular kid, you know. Have me on with the dyslexic kids. Don't worry, I'll tell them yeah. all the secrets. So he's this, he, he, I'll I, tell them all the secrets. So high school, don't worry kids, university doesn't so matter. school kicked him out? And he was only grade one, grade one, grade two level. Don't need it. Yeah, but he got kicked out. But then parents are struggling. They take him from one place to another. And he's right now, um, even when he went to grade two, he was so behind because no one has given the proper attention to him. Because they could, you know, like, you know, dyslexic because they didn't, nobody gave their time just to teach them ways so they can able to find a way to teach, uh, to write or read however it's supposed to be. It's not that hard. I mean, it's... Uh, You've got 25 kids on the class to teach. Sure, sure, sure. And um, how are you going to give that much attention for everything? For, I mean, we're going back to my time, which was the 2000s. And I just found a free software back in the day that, that did dictation. And that's how I did a lot of my homework back when I was in GCSE. We're going way back. This is not as fancy as we have today. There was no, no. phones and stuff like that. No. I was just, I just looked it up and I just, hey, you know what? I figured it out. Well, there's also bad parenting. Well, you know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the cards you dealt. As a parent, oh, <laughs> I mean, those are the cards you dealt. I, I don't know. But I mean, also, I can, see, I can't even also blame, I can't, who, who should I say? Is it the parenting? The parents, is it the schools? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes there are teachers, I can say there are fabulous teachers, right? They will give, take, do that extra mile, okay? To for, you know, because you're, you're a teacher for a reason, right? Sure. But there are teachers, no. They won't do that. They just don't. They, they, they they're just, there to put the clock in. And there could be also one of the reasons for the child to be kicked out, which happened to me last year. Hmm. And I tried with one teacher explaining, and I even but showed she, her, but she had that big, um, you know, wall, not wanting to do it. And we're talking about a three and a half years old child, you know, 
And I was... How much teaching are they doing to the three-and-a-half-year-old child? And the, he has, he had, like, you know, some tantrums and stuff. And I gave some, you know, behavior plan. And I, and I tried, and I was... You so know, he has AD. So sorry, he has he has dyslexia nothing, just, and something else. Then. No, he can't say it. He's three and a half. Okay. We're just talking about three. We're just talking about behavior. Okay. Tantrums. Okay. And they kept on saying, "Oh, he's difficult. Oh, he does this. Oh, he, I don't know what." I was like, "Oh, he doesn't do. Oh, he cannot generalize." I was like, "Well, <laughs> yes, he can. He, I've seen because it's why is it just with you? Because then the child knows that, you know, he's he learned that." learned behavior that when I cry and stuff, when I tantrum, they call my mom, they pick me up and I go home. And that's what he wants to do, go home. But when he comes to me or comes to my nursery, we have no behaviors. And sometimes kids, and by the way, kids know. No, I don't agree, like I agree. So he might not have actual the, vocab the language to say, I don't like this teacher. No, they're instinctually a lot smarter than adults. Yes. And they're very, they're very trusting on their gut, which so, a lot of people don't Absolutely. So use. this year, for example, he's, uh, this child is in a different school. I uh, think uh, such a wonderful teacher. And uh, we have amazing. It's been great. But then that's the thing. It takes one teacher can cost a child's life. They don't yeah. want to do that extra mile. Some teachers are fantastic. I can tell you there's some teachers are phenomenal. I wish there there was more of them cologned them. And that then they some of the people they become a teacher they for a reason, right? And some of those teachers they become a teacher because it's an easy way to travel the world. That's it. They don't want then it's not a like they do it, they're not doing it because they love they want to teach help kids. So you bring up a really interesting point because I, I had this conversation a little while back. And he was, t this guy was telling me, listen, the, the way to solve bad teachers is the same way they do it in the military in the U.S. In that if you have a private who who's put in his hours and his days, but he's not leadership material, right? You can, you can either push him through and you know he's going to mess up the system because he's not interested. He's just there to, to click in the clock or what the, what, 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 what the military would often do is give him his retirement salary. We'll be like, hey, we'll give you 30K, $30,000, which would be his retirement, and go. You can take it and go. Yeah. And, and most of those people are just in it for the hours, right? And so yeah. once they got that call out, they're all gone. And for the military, right, that's, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and the same thing is for the schools, right? Yes. I mean, it, from a large perspective, to just pay them out and say, go away, well, that's, what else? Well, that's why we're paying private schools. And parents are trust, you know, that's the thing, you know, I can't even also always blame, you can't, it's not blame, you can't say it's always, oh, always the teacher's fault or the school's fault. There's also sometimes parents, you know, um, again, I can't even blame the parents because as well, because even when you sign up to be a mom, it doesn't come with a handbook, how to parent your child, <laughs> you know, uh, once you have a baby. So also, parent, I know parents, a lot of parents out there are also trying to do their best. Mm. But it also would be nice if there's teachers who are trying to do their best, you know? There's, it, it's, it's a lot to, to do. I mean, if I, if, I took a, if I wanted to be an ABA therapist, is it because I'm doing it for the money? Or is it because I, I'm passionate and wanting to help the children because I had difficulty myself? I know the struggles. And I, I, was, I was just fortunate enough 
my parents were fortunate that I was sent off to UK, but not everybody's fortunate. So I would, that's why I, I changed. Uh, that's why I chose this career path. Sure, but I don't think it's an argument of saying like, oh, kids in boarding schools or kids in, in, high, in, in paid schools or have a better chance or whatever, whatever, no. whatever. I, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I think a lot of it comes down to, to the, the child itself, who they hang out with, their, their culture, basically, and how their household is, right? Nature versus nurture versus culture. I can say there are some parents are phenomenal parents hands-on and then others aren't meant to be parents <laughs> full circle now I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to not say yes or no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say mm. i'll play devil's advocate again i do that a lot for the guests so yeah i mean yep i don't know yeah and some parents are just uh they want the best for their children but they want you to do, you know fix my kid yeah, well, he's, they don't. They don't. Child, they, they don't want the best for the child. What they want is for the child to be whatever they want them to be. That's that's where the truth of that comes from. Right? Well, you know what? That's fine with me if they planning to pay me. I'll you know, and I'm. I mean, I'm the one's gonna be rich with you, money. <laughs> sure, but if if you knew how to how to turn people to 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 do something or want something that they don't want to, then. You, you wouldn't be working this job. <laughs> You'd be working in intelligence. You would uh, be out of here. I was saying to one of my friends, like earlier, I was, I was giving her advice, you know, on a message. I said, listen, I you posted this. And she was like, okay. And I was like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not, you know, intervening, just mm. explaining you're my friend, mm. but be careful because this can go sideways. Sure. Sideways. And you, then you're going to call me. You know, you don't, you do not want to call me. I'm not cheap. <laughs> That's what I said. I am not cheap. You do not want to call me. It's not, and Aisha is not going to cover it. It's not, exactly. <laughs> it's not going to be cheap. And trust me, you're, you're just going to be pulling your hair in every end. Uh, some people listen, some people don't. And the ones who don't listen, ring, I, ring. Get, I get the call. Shh, shh. Yes, I end up in the getting call. And then when they complain, it's like, but people don't want free stuff. Maybe sometimes they want to be, they want to pay. What? They want to pay. That's I, I think there's, there's also inherent truth to that, I think, in a larger sense. People don't often want free stuff because when it's free, it's bad. If it's no, paid, no it's premium. I love my job. No, I love what I do, but I, I do need money to live as well. So there I, you go. I bet you, I bet you, I will put 5BD on the table right here that if, and next time someone calls for you, calls you like for advice and stuff like that, friends or yeah. family, right? It's a chuff. If you want my professional advice, it's going to cost you. If you don't, I can tell you from a friend. Right. And I bet you when, when they go like, okay, I'll pay you your professional advice, they will fucking do it. I will bet you. <laughs> I will bet you. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll take on that bet. I'll, let's, I'll, well, let's get it. I, I, actually, that would be interesting. I'll bet you. Because then it becomes, well, I've spent it. So if I don't implement it, then I've wasted money. <laughs> Dude, that's a good idea. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. Oh, that's a great idea. But I would love to, you know, um, you know, I, like I said, I enjoy what I do. Um, of course, people say, oh, it's such a rewarding job. Yes, it's a rewarding job, as you wanted to say. But for me, I don't, uh, For again, my feeling is like, it's a rewarding job, but for me, it's a job. It is what it is. I love what I, it's just, I just enjoy what I do. It's a job. It's me working, helping, and that's it. I don't do it for rewarding. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, 
It's nice to do. Let's not like also belitter it. Yeah. So it's rewarding if I'm doing it for free, if it's volunteer, you know, that's, I feel this is for me, you know, again, everyone looks at it differently, but for me, it's rewarding if I'm doing it voluntarily. Sure. This is, I'm still getting paid for it. So I tell parents in the end of the one, the one I believe is more rewarding is parents who have to deal with their special need child <coughs> 24 mm. 7 for f- and they have years to do and years yeah years years for rest of love and not getting paid for it i go home oh well, mashallah alayhum because and a it's not of, easy a lot of parents just put them in the system as well yeah but there's also some some a lot of parents they don't uh, no no i'm not belittling them i'm just saying mashallah alayhum uh, you know a lot like i've just said a lot of parents say, hey, you know what? There's a problem with a child. Uh, That's true. There's that time. But give they, it up. But I'm talking about the ones who are actually have to go through um, the beatings or the, the, the you know, the, 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 the child breaking things and the mess, all of that stuff, you know, going through 24-7. Very hard. Interesting. And I, I come there as a therapy, but then after that, I go home and I sleep. Do you, do you do you treat any kids who who are twins or have brother and sister who, who exhibit the same conditions or the same yes. symptoms? You know, there's a fantastic study I read. Dan, look it up, and it's called um, oh, my brain. I. It, 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 it's called it's called fam. How do I explain it into Google search? Um, copying. Mental illness. So it's a coping mechanism that certain twins and brothers will have when one sibling has, what's it called? How can you read it out? Fractitious disorder is a serious mental uh, disorder in which someone uh, deceives others by appealing sick. No, that's that's Munchausen, also known as. Uh, can you scroll down? What's what's? Now that's coping, not copying. Scroll down. There's a copycat syndrome, which is as something completely different. Scroll down further. So what, what I'll explain to you basically, it's it's super fascinating, and it's it's rarely documented because it's it's so it it, it it's so rarely documented or or exhibited. Here, um, X. Ec- ec- ch- I can't Echopraxia? Even... Exopraxia. Echopraxia. Exopraxia is it's just, that's not... No, it's something that's, different then. Echopraxia is just like, you know, they're very echoic. No, no, no. So, go back to Google search. Anyways, I'll explain the condition. Uh, so what would happen is that if, if someone has, has, for example, schizophrenia, their brother, aunt, friend, uh, uh, sister, brother, could exhibit the same symptoms just by being proximately close to them, by spending so much time with them. And so when you depart them and remove them, all the symptoms disappear on that person. There's a very famous case between two twins who were diagnosed both with, with schizophrenia mm. and bipolar, but when they, when they uh, the, the, you know, this is terrible, one of the twins killed someone, and when they went to the jail and they separated the two, the mental condition for one of them immediately improved, drastically. Oh, that's very interesting. So I wonder if 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 you have any similar effects potentially with um, your pensions if you would separate the two kids. I didn't have twins, twins or brothers or sisters at the same time. Mm. But there's like one 
I have always I had a twin one was more than the other one. And mm. one of them is like um had um learning difficulty and I don't know what and other issues and one of them no. In- mm. So was quite smart and she was was fine and okay with academics and everything was go getters, you know? But the other one, no, she um, has a lot of, uh, you know, dyslexia and everything in that. And as well, a lot of other, you know, uh, as well, IQ level very low. Mm. So. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, but it's very borderline of. Sure. Lower than than, than average. Sure. I mean, IQ one fluctuates and two, uh, you know, that your, your successfulness is actually dictated by your IQ, not up, but down. Uh, you know why? Because the higher your ratio of your IQ is, the less, the more risk averse you are. Because you know the full extent of the potential oh, yeah. risk. Okay, okay, I got it. What you mean? Okay. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that? Isn't that oh, just too much IQ? Isn't that like a perfect well, knot? Yes, that's why there's a lot of some some autistic kids. They have, you know, I can tell you, I had one one of the uh, interesting client. You mean a Rayman syndrome? He was, you can say he was like a Rain Man syndrome. Rain Man syndrome, yes, thing, in the movie, yeah. As you want to call it there. It is called a Rain Man syndrome. Yeah. Danny, double check me. I know it's me. a Rain Man syndrome, but I'm just explaining. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So um, he was, uh, so if I asked him, I'll just say his name is. We can cut the child. Yeah. No, no, I never use the child's name ever. So what day is, um, so if I say to him, you know, what day is September 14, 1993. And he'll just go like for a second, he'll say the, the, the name of the, uh, the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, that's, that's not I, uncommon. Yeah, that's, that's. And they, and I, and mom was so surprised how, and we were doing, I did it as a fun and we were doing all of that. And he would say. Akash, uh, rain. Rain. Fucking <laughs> Oh my goodness. Rayman syndrome? Isn't it called Rayman syndrome? Or is that just like a movie term that is they did? Oh, it's called term? Savant syndrome. There we go. Not okay, so um so yeah, there it's it, it, yeah. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> you just said rape man syndrome. Oh, no, I said rain man syndrome and you heard it as rape man syndrome. And we're all offensive because it's called Savant syndrome. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. There's no such thing as Rain Man syndrome. So, uh, but yeah, but you know, the, uh, I had one chi- one child. Um, if I give him a big sum number, he'll just tell me the the full total like mm. that. So it, it was so good because when I wanted to do calculation accounting, I was like, you know, for example, his name is Ali. Ali, how much is blah 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 blah? And also, okay, I don't need a calculator. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, but he had deficiencies in other areas, I assume. Yes. There we go. There's there's a price to pay for exactly. genius. Exactly. Uh, Albert Einstein mm-hmm. was one of them. They mm-hmm. said that Albert Einstein was um, is autistic, but you know, Albert uh, is very interesting because he famously said he famously said, "I wish I was better at maths." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was but he was more genius in the other side. So well, they always have something like not necessarily all. Aut- See, one of the things people think if they're autistic, they're all genius. I was like, no, 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 no. It's again, it's a huge spectrum, you know. So it's well, it's it's a larger case story. I mean, with with Albert to to get more precise, because I imagine a lot of the audience doesn't know this. 
um, he he was mostly famous for his thought experiments, right? What would happen if you travel on a train in the sp at, at near the speed of light? What would happen if you're in a car, you travel on the speed of light, you turn on the tra traffic, we turn off the turn on the lights? Would you see in front of you or not? If you're already traveling at the speed of light, yeah. uh, what happens if you put a watch uh, on top of a waterfall and the bottom of a waterfall? Um, you know, so he was good in physics. He was very good in physics, but mostly about his mostly what was powerful is his, well, to be frankly, his imagination, right? Because most of his his, his was thought experiments, and it, it, that's a question: Is it imagination, or you see something that you can't see? I agree. I agree. Uh, you know um, how the like the autistic ones that they crack codes and stuff they sure see, like you let's say for example you're flipping uh they see patterns yeah but they see like as they go around and they see they can i i like to call them like they're like little spider-mans mm. they were like what do you mean six okay and do you see you know like when um uh peter parker when he just got stung and how it turns he once he started to you know all the senses mm. His, his vision and his sound and everything and his touch, everything becomes so 100 the same with them because they see things from very far. They can see it gets so bright, you know, or the sounds gets from far. They can hear it gets really irritating, you know, mm. it's it's a lot to take. I mean, and then they have to learn how to control. It's like Peter Parker have to learn how to control it. What a nice example. <laughs> I know, I kept that saying. Do you like, use that as a sales pitch? It's like it's Spider-Man. They're like little Spider-Man. Think of Spider-Man. Think of Peter Parker, you know? I like that. I That's like how that. I look at it. It's like, you know, when, when he starts grabbing things and start climbing things, you know? You know, like and has touching little things. Same, you know, it feels good. Sensories. Mm. So I just like to look at it. It's like, you know, they their senses just becomes like Spider-Man's. And... and for again back to your business how you said you wanted to get up to 50 potential customers on a monthly basis how many of them would you be seeing in a week that would be like 12 kids a week about that well there's that's why there will be supervisors there's one i'll be there it's, i'm not the only one there will be other in i'm not the only one's going to go around with all 50 that's a, you know there will be other supervi other um bcbas on the board mm. Uh, not just myself, you know, so we do other cert, you know, other certified behavior analysts, you know, um, there will be, you know, like clinical directors. It, there's a um, lot of stages. There will be like outreach therapist, lead therapist. There will be a big, there's a lot of team will be on board for this. So we can able, you know, every cases that we have. Jesus, that you have a you have a lot of bureaucracy ahead of you and a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> structuring. Not me, me only. Oh, I'm just gonna do all. Of, no, that's not. That's impossible. That's me not having a life. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. But that's. But it, it is something I, I'm. I, I'm hoping in the future something that I'm planning to do one step at a time. Hmm. Uh, with with someone. It's a plan. We're planning it out. Uh, we're still in a planning process, you know. Okay. Uh, people ask me what it is. I kept on saying I'm not going to say it now until actually it is. It's it's out there. So you found a local VC who's willing to contribute. You know, contribute. We, we're, she's the same as um, same field as mine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's a joint venture then. Yeah. So we're just trying to. We're gonna again. It's it's gonna take time until we have this planned out because we're still on a uh, we're still we're 
we are play, putting we are meeting time to time mm. and doing a business proposal for this you know what i think i think sorry to interrupt you but i think what you're really missing right now is you have to either do like a newsletter uh, a video or podcast or something or interviews or something where you can raise awareness in the in the local market oh, for we attention do it, we are doing that i mean not the podcast and stuff but like a lot of uh, tvs interviews mag uh not magazine um newspapers um uh, but again you know you have to remember it also it's, it's cost enormous amount and it, your reach isn't that great no no but we we're we, i mean right now um i am going one one step at a time no i understand 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 because it's but just exhausting you, as well because it's also taking your time out of everything else to sh- absolutely like but, coming here <laughs> absolutely absolutely and i, I hope you enjoyed it at least <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Yes. Yeah, you got you got plenty of snippets that you could use for marketing material. I hope, right? It is enjoying. It's been, uh, you know, but in the end of the day, it's it's you know, marketing is it's exhausting as well. You know, people, you have to, it. Hopefully, we're gonna have a marketing person as a team. You know, inshallah. Hopefully, in our when we when once we start up, you know. I mean, <laughs> we're just this is this is gonna take a bit one step at a time. But right now, I'm right, uh, focusing a lot uh, and one finishing few things. So uh, this is exactly, by the way, the argument that me and Dan constantly have. Okay. Because I I'm a fond believer in motion over action. As in, you you plan, you do. That doesn't mean you over plan, yeah. but planning. Uh, the old adage, right? Planning is useless, but planning is priceless. Yes, if you're just planning just like that, there's no point. No, so we're planning and we're doing it one step at a time. So we're t- we're taking steps, and uh, we're going to that direction. And hopefully, once uh, it's ready, it's right. It's gonna be ready soon. Do you do you for your essays and stuff like that? And I mean, this is how I still operate. But does do you still operate the same way in that you write up a skeleton structure? structure like like a skeleton like this is how i did my essays by the way mm-hmm. so i was wondering if because me and you both did it like very last minute deadline kind of situations i would always take like if my deadline is let's say i don't know on the 15th on the 10th i would start doing research just a little bit of reading right just a little bit then on the 11th to 12th i would start doing a structure which would be like okay that argument works good here that argument gets there this argument gets there then I'd have like a day break, just relax. And then the final two days is when I would stay up for 48 hours. I would put on Star Trek and have a book. And every, every, every chapter I finished reading, I would write 500 words and back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> At the same time, having Star uh, Trek like on the TV. I don't know how this is going to work, but I don't know what you mean. But um, like, brainstorms, you mean? No, this isn't, is that not how you did your essays at university? We have dissertation. In your dissertation? I mean, your essays, Jeez, your dissertation. Man, I want to remember what's our dissertation. How did you plan it? How did you write it? Did you just like sit down and just said like, fuck it, I'm just going to start piping? Oh, God, I don't <laughs> maybe i can't did i mean it was uni right i mean a, re- a couple of red bulls and just type well, the, the reason like, oh, I'm, because that's the deadline we just get things done okay we pass yay but that's the reason why exactly what i'm asking is like uh, your structure for your business did you follow the same suit as what you did at uni or did you like grow, did you like no, change I mean, 
I wouldn't be like uni because I was never doing anything in the uni. I was pretty much doing everything last minute and just, you know, that's, what, a close that's exactly line, what I'm asking. You know? <laughs> you know, no, no, no. It's a, definitely with the structure, you know, definitely we are, we are planning it out with, we are brainstorming it. We are um, killing it. Yes, we're killing, we're researching it. We have our, uh, we have the, uh, I have my husband's on board on it. So, yeah. That's the most important. Yeah, because again, if otherwise there would be big problems. Halas, no, because he's actually for um, the part of auditing and stuff like that. He, I mean, value he's finance. He's yeah. bank banker. Yes, we need we need and things that I don't know what's out there. Of course, where I'm just a therapist. Hmm. I don't know more than that. And the marketing, I mean, they know more. Well, this is another thing why you need Tim Keat for is because they'll also pay fifty percent of your marketing budget. That's that's why we're trying to we're. We're going to go through that as well. Mm. There's also other things as well out there, but we're not sure what it is. But yeah, there, I think that, that's just Temp Keen. There's also um, Ministry of Education, I think, does something as yeah, well. So we're trying to, we're going to get there. Yeah, I think there are some some programs available. Like Yeah, so this business regionally. planning has just been a couple of months now. Mm. It's been like, uh, we've been planning it um, more than six months, seven, eight months now. Mm. So, but we're in the process here, it's already going. Slowly, slowly. So we're going to get there. Good luck. Good luck. Because <laughs> running a business, having a kid, two kids, what, husband well. is, uh, who's, who's weighing at home. This is. <sighs> yeah, he's a, he's a great, uh, he's a great supporter as well. He's never once, uh, sometimes he knows I come home late. Mm. And he's well, like today. <laughs> oh yes, exactly like today. And um, yeah, he will say fine. And he'll take care of everything. Well, I do what I need to do. And sometimes when he has to do something, um, I'm there supporting him. So it's a teamwork. So before we wrap it up, is there anything else you'd like to tell people? Reach out to you. How they um, find you? Um, at you can read. I I do. I know. I call it at you know. Love my psoriasis. Sure. Um. I guess I do love my skin and my psoriasis, but also that's the, my page is, is about, you know, being an advocate for my, for skin problem of information and about ABA and pretty much about parenting as well as a parent. Give me, give me a rough deadline. When do you think the business is going to start? Rough deadline. Maybe uh, a year, a month. Yeah. Okay, because the podcast is coming out in a month. Otherwise, I could have done like a snippet of me just saying, hi there, today I'm introducing, right? But people can come to the nursery daycare. I mean, they, our daycare, uh, I've prov I mean... Is there a social media presence for that yes, daycare? Yes, it's called Little Miracle. Danny? Uh, Little Miracle's uh, daycare. You go to, yes. Little? Yeah. L-I... <laughs> He's having his Miracle. period today. Um, yeah, there's a, that green stuff uh, down, 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 down. Yeah, this one. So we've got the Little Miracles daycare, and one of the thing is, it's a, it's it's phenomenal. We we take from eight months baby till all the way to four years old, and um, it's quite it's really nice actually. Uh, parents, it, we have it. It's from seven a.m. till five p.m. Mm -hmm. Parents and the 
the pricing is we don't have like you know most schools they have term breaks and i don't know what there's none of that okay it's always open except for public holidays scroll up danny uh, cash scroll up stop 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 open the offer where the phone number is so i can read it out to the audience listeners yeah. um okay so in case you can't find little miracle little miracles yes daycare center on instagram because it's little miracles daycare.bh uh, just in case you can't find it here's the phone number 375-771-77 i'll say that one more time 375-771-77 just call up i think it's their same whatsapp number is that correct yes uh it's the same as a whatsapp number. it's same as a whatsapp number you can get more information directly from them and potentially go through a phone call and Absolutely. get some support. We it's from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. We also uh, there's we also teaching those little kids. Mm-hmm. There's no term breaks. Um, prices is affordable. Not mm-hmm. like um, I understand. There's some people are paying two thousand dinars a year for one and a half two years old, which is which is something they're supposed to have fun and and they have a lot of term breaks. You know, mm. this is. Um, we've got, it starts from 150 dinars to 200 per month, Okay. which is fantastic. And, um, they really do a lot of, they do a lot of fun stuff. And you probably only have like two, three seats available at the moment. I think you guys are almost packed, no? No, we still have seats because we're still brand new. (laughs) No, but you market it by saying that it's almost like full. So you have an urgency for people to message you. Uh, Well, you, I'd be honest. Sure. There's few. There's a Avail- few space available. available. That's what I was trying to say, but not like... Uh, there we go. Okay, correct that's it. what I'm... Okay, sorry. Okay. I mean, that we still... Ha- I'm not saying that we don't have... We'll correct still. this in the post. Yes, okay. 